Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Coming up on TMS, I always cry when I exit a vagina. <laughs> Safety pins. I specialize in quick draw McGraw. TMS, now with 100% more grandpa. Drunk drawer flex. Airport crocs. Turn your mouth into a butthole. Anna naked. Healthy as a pumpkin at harvest. This cannon is loaded. Somebody with some seed. Discharge rates and dry areas. The scent of musk with Tom. Farts on demand with Randy and more on this episode of... The morning stream. Valentine's Day's coming. Oh, crap. I forgot to get a girlfriend again. That's what we call the pump. For a ghost, you bleed just fine. This is the morning stream. Good morning and welcome back to TMS. It's Wednesday, October 5th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson with and around and by Brian Ibbett. Boo! It's a very ah. scary. It's a ah. scary Wednesday. Boo! Ah, you scared me. Ah! Ah, yes. I'm looking forward to uh, Halloween time. Uh, this I'm me feeling too. it this year, aren't you? I feel like I'm just I'm totally like- feeling it. I did, uh, did I talk about this where I spent uh, 50 bucks and got a LED projector and I'm projecting ghosts in one of our in our spare bedroom so it's out it's the window that faces out to the front uh, of the house oh nice so people look over and they see ghosts flying back and forth in my in my window and it's so cool because this projector again like 50 buck projector mm-hmm. um you just plug a little usb stick it put a put your video on a usb stick stick yeah. it in the back and it just loops it over and over i don't have to have anything like anything else do you have a specific, you have to provide the loop, or is this a thing that they give you? Or I have to provide a loop, okay. um, but atmosfx.com, atmosfx. Uh, there it is right there. Captain Kipper even linked to it. Um, yeah, they've got some there. Super, super cheap. You can download. I think maybe even a couple free ones. I'm shocked. Captain Kipper never finds anything. This is shocking. He never finds a thing. <laughs> He always I know. just empty handed. Oh, thank you, yeah. thank you for finally getting off your button, providing a link, Cap Kipper. Yeah, I don't wow. know how, I don't know where he's been all this time, but finally, you got to win, dude. Put that in the win lot slot. Yeah, jeez, about time you <laughs> do something for the show. Crying he's me. awesome. Uh, all right, so here's the deal. Um, oh, the baby was born. Do you want to? Okay, Brian. Oh, let's talk baby. Yeah, yeah. So we had a baby. I won't gush too much because no one likes to hear. Oh, you will. Parents or grandparents talk about babies. But twice over. <laughs> twice yeah. over. We got double up. Uh, they're both human, so that's good. We got humans. Yes. 
Uh, there, uh, by putting it up on the chat or the screen there, everybody you can see uh, little Phoebe. Phoebe Dylan Straw is her full name. Oh, Tyler. Uh, they, I was really hoping for a Tyler. You were hoping All for right. a Tyler, yeah. Taylor, Taylor, Tyler, Tyler, just too close. <laughs> but uh, So Van's middle name is his mother's name. So his name is Van oh, Taylor yeah. Straw, yeah. and her name is Dylan's name in the middle, which is uh, Phoebe Dylan Straw. Cool. And uh, they did that because they wanted to avoid um, issues with like stuff on a certain side of the family. Let's just say, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where people were going to oh, be upset no. if they didn't use their middle name or they, if they chose a middle name that wasn't theirs. And so they said, you know what? Screw it. We're putting our own in there, and we won't have to deal with it that way. And I said, you know what? 100% fine with that. Go it's for a good it. way to do it. Tristan's middle name is his uh, is his grandfather's, my dad's name. Oh, see, that's cool. Yeah. Now, but see, you probably didn't have a toxic person on the on the other side, not, on Tina's side, not, that would fight. Not a bit. Yeah. No. So, yeah. so that would have worked. Like, they probably would have loved to have used either my name or Shane's name. Uh, yeah. But let's just say there's some toxicity on, on a certain side of things. <laughs> and it didn't work out that way. That's all we'll right. say. Well, and it also helps with identification, right? So, you know, yeah. uh, Phoebe gets lost and uh, she can say, uh, what's your name? My name is uh, Phoebe uh, Dylan, Dylan Straw. Yeah. So I was like, now I'm almost like, I can't, is it Tyler <laughs> Dylan? Because I've like gotten it in my head. My name is Phoebe Dylan Straw. Dylan Straw? Dylan, oh, I'm Dylan Straw. Oh, yep. you found my child. Thank oh, you. yeah, the dad's here. We knew the name. Everybody wins. Uh, and we avoided <laughs> exactly. family drama. Anyway, she's here. She's seven pounds. She's 19 inches. Uh, healthy as, uh, I brought here, healthy as a pumpkin at harvest. I don't know what I meant by that. Jeez. Wow, that's uh, grim. It's a little weird. Um, you know I'm what little... happens to pumpkins at harvest? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. That's the problem. I, why did I say that? It's a terrible comparison. That's a great phrase, though. Healthy as a pumpkin at harvest. I will do this, though. Healthy this... as the corn when it's high as an elephant's eye. There you go. See? I love that. Now, I'm going to play some audio, and this will just help everyone remind you what it's like to be in an airplane when there's a baby who's upset. All right? <laughs> So here she is, fresh from the womb, making her first noises in the world. Here you go. It's a little edited. Some F-bombs in there. More from her mother. Um, no, she did. She actually had a really good, easy, not easy, but... <laughs> the guy on Twitter lied! <laughs> Uh, yeah, she has. Uh, oh, uh, so she, I got those from. Funny enough, I they didn't record any audio. What these are from is a mishmash of photos that Dylan took, and those photos were live photos. Oh yeah. So right. I just just a hats off uh, to to the to the iPhone feature that is live photos because you got I was able to squeeze audio out of them. That's it great. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Short, uh, but good. Even though ninety percent of the people who have to do uh, who do live photos don't realize they've got live photos turned on, no, and so they have no so, idea. So you know, it's like, oh, here's a here's a picture of my dog, and you look at it, and it's a picture of the dog, and then it like goes to their crotch because yep. they took a picture of the dog and then sent the phone. Down. Yep. Then they put <laughs> it down, the or, down, or they say something they don't want to say and don't realize <laughs> that it's a recording. There's your effing picture of my dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always bugging me for photos of my dog, you wretched beast. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, she's happy. Mom's good. Everybody's good. The 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 actual labor went faster and easier than last time. Um, zero issues. She's got all the right parts. Everything's testing out fine. <laughs> Everything's good. She's all good. Always so I'm very excited because it means we'll get to see her. And uh, let's see. We haven't got to see the baby yet. So probably oh, be right. 
tomorrow. How long is the quarantine period? <laughs> <laughs> well, so Taylor had two rules this year or for this birth. She says, look, yeah. if you want to see this baby, everyone needs sign to get up. there. There's a sign up for you need to have your because you need to have your COVID vaccines. You need to have your flu vaccines. Freaking don't be stupid. I'm not letting you yeah, around the baby sure. unless you go get your sure. shit. So, so we've done all that. Okay. And uh, and then the other rule was we're going to do this as a family at the hospital, meaning Dylan, her, and the baby. And when mm-hmm. we're done, that's when we'll see everybody. So they go home either tomorrow or possibly – well, I guess they'll go home tomorrow no matter what and then settle in and whatever. Van's still here with us. He was here overnight for the last two nights. And then tomorrow – or sorry, a Friday morning, we'll go over there and we'll get to meet her. So – it's a little bit of a pain cool. not seeing her this soon, but we've had a few uh, FaceTimes. She's, you know, sleeping, doing fine. She's not crying except for, you know, except for the exit. She hasn't been crying. So okay. uh, if I was Good. if I was to exit a vagina, I would cry. I know? cry every time. I know. Every time Brian exits a <laughs> vagina, he cries. Every damn time. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, you can imagine we're all pretty stoked. Um, the dogs, I think the dogs can tell something's up because they're all acting like idiots. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what's up with these dogs. I need I need Caesar, what's his name, to come in here and smack him around or something. Because all three of them, Ripley won't eat for the last two days. Mm-hmm. Can't figure out why. It's I, we think she's just feeling the stress. She knows Van's here. It's all a little excited. The levels of everything are a little up, and she won't eat. And she pukes for no reason. Mm-hmm. Just pukes. Well, because she's not eating, she pukes. It's nerves. Yeah. Yeah. And, and probably sensing nerves and stuff. And she goes outside to do it, but still. Uh, and then Moira got oh, her cool. got her. Uh, uh, speaking of vaginas, she got hers uh, permanently shut down. So she got her uh, fixing, or what do you call it? Spaying, spaying, spaying. Uh-huh. So yeah. that's done. Spay, spay your girls, neuter your uh, boys, so and she, uh, so she's wearing a donut. Please neuter uh, uh, what's his face <laughs> from? Uh, Sorry, <laughs> I, I meant to switch to your camera, and instead I played a oh. song. <laughs> somebody, somebody, please neuter uh, the the former host dude of america's got talent who now has uh, 10 children from 10 different mothers what's oh. that guy's name um, uh, oh right um uh where's name. a turban uh, uh somebody in the chat room nick cannon thank you nick JC cannon Cullen. yeah it was nick an old uh, uh boy is that appropriate last name he's nick. like a <laughs> <laughs> nick cannon wasn't he he did a whole bunch of like um early stuff on nickelodeon right if i have that right he, he does cameo and it's not online he just uh, makes an appearance, gets somebody pregnant, and then... <laughs> That's the true cameo, the best cameo. That's the true cameo. Leave somebody with some seed. Anyway. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so where were we? <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. Oh, uh, yeah. so anyway, the dogs are freaking out. And then my own dog is actually the most chill, which is normally the opposite. She's usually the freak. And she's Rainer's fine. She's just kind of oh. chilling. She's spending a lot of time with me, like curling up anywhere. Anytime I sit anywhere, she's on my lap. That's unusual, but she's yeah. quiet and chill, and she's eating, and she's fine. The other two, oh, I know I was going to say, Moira got her thing snip, so she's wearing a donut, but she still mm. thinks it's spaz time and is not being careful, and so, <laughs> oh, her, I'm, no. so I'm worried that, about her stitches popping out and all that. Yeah, yeah, but it's with just, the donut, she, it's probably like she's a, a bigger bulldozer, basically, right? Yeah, she's knocking yeah. over shit, just annoying everybody. It's it's yeah. It's a problem. Anyway... All I'm saying is, if you're going to have a little three-year-old over, three dogs and a cat, that's just, you're asking, we asked for it. I can't blame this on anyone else but us. Yeah. Okay? No one thrust the animals upon you. No. Well, 
I mean, well, one of them. Kind of. But, <laughs> kind of one of them. <laughs> yeah, maybe two of them. Whatever. I love Carter's dog, so I'm never going to say a bad yeah. thing about yeah, Ripley, yes. even though she's puking now and it's driving us all crazy. Anyway, baby's here. It's all good. Got an email in relation to this. Oh, okay. Uh, this is from Rob. Baby relational email. I love it. I know, right? Uh, yeah. This is what Rob says. Oh, I'll play this for him. Send and receive email. So it's got an email about the cord. Because uh, I talked about how... Oh, yeah, the umbilical cord. Yes. Yeah, right. they let me do it with uh, Taylor, but uh, Carter and Nick, they didn't. And then right. I thought it was just a thing they just never let anyone do. But he says this. Hey, Scott, my daughters were born in 2016 and 2019. I got to cut the cord for both of them. Maybe it's dependent on the doctor or the hospital, but both times they asked me on the spot, and I did it. Love the show, Rob. I hope you did it well. I hope you did it well. Um, My guess is, yeah, it's probably a hospital policy thing, I guess. Not even a doctor thing. I'll bet it's like if you're a hospital administrator. Because often what, what will happen is the doctor will deliver, but that actual offering up, putting the baby up there and saying, all right, snip it, that's not usually him. It's usually nurses or assistants or right. whatever. So I'll bet it's a hospital policy thing if I had to guess. And ours just I would think so. Well, I mean, you never know. I mean, that really honestly could be because they even have directors of the uh, maternity ward, right? So it could be just the director of the maternity ward sets the oh yeah sets rule, or could easily be could easily be a doctor. That's this is where uh, Tolbert should step in. Jerry, oh, yeah, Jerry, Dr. Jerry, yeah, Jerry, yeah. calling Doctor Jerry. Jerry. He'll hear the show you later. Go talk to your uh, maternity ward and find <laughs> out what the deal. What's the deal with umbilical cords? He's busy doing an anal probe, but if he wasn't, he'd be here live and uh, <laughs> he could fill us in on what's going on. Sure. Oh, thank goodness. I'm sure he'll pipe in. He always likes yeah, to say stuff after he the does, show. Uh, yeah, it's like any time we have any sort of uh, medical <clears throat> questions, he's very he is Johnny on the doctor Johnny on the spot is what he is. It'd be funny if the maternity ward uh, comptroller was the one that decided this. Because <laughs> I assume sure, every yes. organization worth its salt has a comptroller working there. A comptroller, uh huh. Yep, yeah, absolutely. I think that's the rule. Um, all right. <clears throat> also, oh, there's I didn't even see this one before we do the feud. Brian, tell me about this. What's this? Did you get this or did you I do You put this? this in here, but I'll read it if did you Did I like. put it in here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did. Well, I yeah, did, I but you know what? In. You read it because I think this okay. is uh, appropriate for, you know, the segment, which you have a, I mean, you basically make this game, so you read happy, this. Happy to do it. Uh, hey, Sassafras and Beach, writes Arborist Andrew. Listening to Tad Pooley Feud this week about hair metal bands reminded me, and you can get logged into the Tad Pooley Feud while mm. I'm reading this, by the way. Mm-hmm. Listening to Tad Pooley Feud this week about hair metal bands reminded me that when I filled out the survey, my wife and I were on a road trip. We often listen to podcasts on road trips. I generally save up about a week's worth of TMS before long trips. And on that occasion, we were in the middle of a podcast called The Wind of Change. It's a show about conspiracy theory that the famous Scorpion song was actually written by the CIA. <laughs> it was an interesting listen. That is a weird, a weird conspiracy theory. <laughs> I have fun imagining a world where things like that are true. Fun conspiracy theory is not stupid crackpot cue bullshit. Yeah, I agree uh, we, with you. For, yeah. for just before you finish, both hands in the air and praise this guy's email. I agree. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh, no, no argument there. It, it is fun. I mean, it, you know, knowing knowing who the QAnon people are because they're out front and visible definitely helps with life. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. you're a wackadoo, and I would not have known that otherwise. Exactly. Come out of the shadows, boy. Help identify uh, these people. Mm. A quick question I had is, where can I submit ideas for survey questions? I have a good one, but I don't want to say it here and give you, Scott, an unfair advantage. 
Plow the Snow, yo, signed Arborist Andrew. And I could have just forwarded this to you, but I thought, hey, opportunity no, this- here to tell people where to go and what to do, you know? For sure. Yeah. Plus, it's a great, a great story about the conspiracy. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm glad you asked that because a new survey just went up. Uh, links are in Discord and the Tadpool Facebook group. Uh, for a new survey. And at the very end of that survey, the very last question in that survey is, do you have an idea for a Tadpooly feud topic? And uh, that's where you can enter your idea. Uh, I look at I look at every single one of those. I adjust it if necessary, just to make it make it work better for the show. Because um, we have, you know, we have some people that say uh, stuff like... Um, Highest rated television show. Yeah, is there is the is the idea they have for uh, uh, Ted Pulley feud? It's like, um, no, it needs to somewhat be opinion based. Yeah, because uh, that's a hard one. Rated by who? And then you yeah, too many questions. I agree. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I do also have a uh, a dedicated Ted Pulley feud topic. Um, uh, if you've already filled out the survey and you're like, oh, I have an idea for a topic and I didn't get it into there, uh, there is actually a separate uh, uh, one for the top for just topics if you want to submit a topic. And I think, um, and we've got links for those. I don't know if you've got those on the Tadpole or on the. Um, I thought I did, but if, if, if I don't have it on the website, I'll make sure it is today. I thought we did, but I'll, okay. I'll go check and cool. make sure. Yeah, just grab that. Yeah. If you don't have it, let me know and I can send you a link. Okay. Awesome. Groovy. Yeah, that's cool. So thanks for the question and the story, yeah. Aberyst Andrew, and uh, uh, we'll we'll get your idea in. And then, you know what? Brian's used a ton of your ideas, so, you know. I have. Basically, every survey that or every Tadpool game we've played or Tadpooly feud game we've played in the last uh, uh, eight months has mm-hmm. been one that's been submitted by a listener. So Very yes. nice. Well, then get ready. Strap in. Maybe that'll be today. Maybe yours will be today. Hey, that music signals a certain person has arrived, and his name is Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Oh, hello. Hey. Um, I have arrived. Yep. What? This, I wanted to tell you something. <laughs> you know how you weren't feeling good over the weekend? Yes. Remember that? Okay. So I, I thought that. of you. Yeah, I remember like yesterday. Yep. I, remember, I, uh, I thought of you yesterday because in my kind of nervousness yesterday, I tend to, I, I'm a nervous eater. I used to be a nervous starver. I don't know what oh, yeah. changed, but something around 2016, I started eating instead of starving when I was nervous. Anyway, I yeah. uh, went a little overboard on a, on a, um, a glass jar of queso. Uh, cheese, you know, oh. <laughs> like, a, like one of those I little half jars queso. of Tostitos or something. Yeah, uh, the uh, queso. Yeah, and it was a ba- yes, yeah. exactly it, and it was a bad thing to do because it gave me heartburn yeah. all night. And this morning, let's just say I felt a little like Dunaway did on the weekend. That's all I'm saying. Gotcha. Like uh, you felt like a uh, Freddy's custard soft serve machine. <laughs> yeah. is what you felt like. I did. <laughs> oh my and, god. And once again, this is a night where I felt so garbagey in the middle of the night, like 2 a.m., and I was up. If I would just let myself vomit once in a while, I would feel yeah. better. But I just can't freaking do it. So streak yeah, still, yeah. streak holds, but last night could have been one of those streak breakers, and it didn't happen. Yeah, Vomit, vomiting's like turning your mouth into your butthole. It's just it's yeah, no it's good. awful. Wow. I don't like it's it. It's awful. Jeez. See, you just described okay. it better than I've ever been able to. Let's see if our listener agrees. Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. Let's find out who this is. Hi, thanks for holding. Who's this? Hi, this is uh, One Sleepy Panda. Ooh, One Sleepy oh, Panda. One Sleepy Panda. Just who Welcome. I'd hoped was there. Just kidding. Ooh. I don't know. I can't all I... <laughs> I actually can see people's uh, area codes, but I can't see the rest of their number. And I always think about, like, looking it up when you call and going, oh, it's uh, somebody from Kansas or whatever. 
and then they would be freaked out like I knew who they were, but I forgot to do it. You're on the air. (laughs) Exactly. Mine is uh, deceptive because it's a New Jersey area. Oh. I live in uh, Richmond, Virginia. Oh, Oh, no way. So how did, oh, is it a cell phone probably? So they kept the the old uh, deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, when we were growing up, they made us feel like uh, area code separation meant lots of money needed to be spent to call anybody. What a dumb, stupid thing that was. Long distance. (laughs) What were we doing? That was right? so dumb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Long yeah. distance. Not even you know the, even the term sucks. Boost, you know, you know how much it costs to boost these signals. Please. Yeah. yeah. How many Rome. how many area codes do you have in Salt Lake? Uh, two. We have two? Uh, eight hundred one yeah. and four hundred five, I believe. Well, in Utah yeah. entirely, we only have two, and that's those two. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, we've got two in the Denver area, three hundred three and seven two zero, and they just announced that they're adding a third, and that's just the Denver metro area. Outside of that, we've got. 970 and all these other ones for like Colorado Springs and Fort Collins or something. Weird. Why is that, do you think? I wonder about that kind of stuff. I I wonder if like, like does... Who exactly sells off those numbers? Because it's a seven-digit number. And then you once you run through those, you have to add area codes. Well, no, I guess you had the area code there, too. Anyway, there's a lot of numbers. Yeah, who's in charge of it? sell those to, like, Google? Yeah, Yeah, what it means is that somebody is not using – somebody is not going through or or a program has not been written to go through that automatically says, oh, this person just turned in their cell phone and and closed that number. Great. That number is now available. Like, make make, make it available immediately. I know I'm going to get calls for – like, hi, is Bill there? (laughs) Bill? Bill. I'll tell you what. I can get rid of that. It's fine. Growing up, getting uh, somebody's used number wasn't too bad, but my God, I've had the current cell phone number I had for about mm, close to 10 years. You still get a call. I still get phone calls and texts from people. Apparently, I, I I'm, do too. Apparently, I'm I'm a I'm a uh, I'm, I'm an elderly black man uh, registered with the uh, Democratic Party because I get <laughs> messages like That's ten weird. times yeah. a week. Yeah, well, I always thought yeah. of you as an elderly black man. So well done. Uh, you know, yeah. you have the number of them. <laughs> yeah. By the way, the chat room corrects me. Uh, Utah's got the eight hundred one, that three eight five in northern Utah, and the four three five is down in southern Utah. I didn't know about the three eight five. That's news to me. Had no idea. Anyway, Jeez. this has been a fun look at America's system of phone number association and assignings. It really let's, is. Yeah. Let's move on to this game. Hey, Brian, will you explain to One Sleepy Panda and the rest of the world how this works? I guess if I have to. It's time to play the Tadpooly Feud! I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian are going to have to predict the answers that they gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Sleepy Panda, number one, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. If your team wins, you will get a prize package that includes... Civ City Rome, which uh, we did have somebody Ooh. win on Monday, but they said, you know what? I already, I already won recently on something else. Uh, go ahead and uh, give it to somebody else. So if you win, you're I'm the somebody aware. else. Yeah. yeah. They're paying uh, it forward. And, That's nice. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I said they're paying it forward. That's nice to hear. They're paying it forward. Oh, yeah. And the Golf Club, trademark, 2019 featuring PGA Tour. Uh, both of those courtesy of Joshua. So play some golf, build some Rome. You got yourself a, a party. You do. You have a party in your mouth. <laughs> Everyone's invited. Fantastic. Uh, All right. Let's uh, let's get to the game except here. Except that queso. Yeah. Except that queso, which is uh, doesn't feel like a party. No. Basically, is. Nope. No. <laughs> Feels like the All after right. party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Put those hands on those buzzers and answer this question that 822 tadpoolers responded to and only five passed. Only five people oh. did not provide an answer. Yeah. I think your, we finally your found regular, a Your regular game. ridicule finally got them to stop doing that. It really That's fantastic. Yeah. Exactly. Good job. Oh, uh, good shit if I pass. <laughs> <laughs> really, yes, exactly. Yeah. Fear is, is my motivator. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys ready? Yep. Name yep. something you'll find... In your kitchen junk drawer. Ryan Dunaway. Uh, scissors. Scissors. Show me scissors. That's good. Running with those up to number two. Only one answer will beat it, Scott. Oh, my gosh. uh, What's something you find in your kitchen junk drawer? That was going to be my my thing. So now I'm now I'm a little thrown here. Um, uh, I'm just going to see. I can't think of anything, so I'll say, say keys. 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 Ooh. Show me keys. My favorite character from E.T. Oh, Number oh, nice. nine. Yes. I'm ahead Good already, points. but it's still your game. Good points, but Brian has control. Uh, Brian, you're going to get uh, one sleepy panda to help you out with these answers. Wake up. Because <laughs> I wanted to. Because <laughs> I, I wanted to. Off there for a second. No. Yeah. no, you're all good. You, uh, you all guys right. go ahead. So, what do you, got? Uh, you two, uh, eight answers still on the board. Name something you'll find in your kitchen junk drawer. Panda, do you have a junk uh, drawer, and what do you keep in it? Bamboo, probably. Yeah. Uh, well, I think isn't it a requirement of home ownership? Or renting to have a junk drawer in your kitchen? I, I think, think so. I think our HOA yeah, is always checking. They send us warnings, say, uh, your junk drawer is yeah. a little empty. Uh, yes. Two people in right. the survey, which I um, added up to the passes, said, uh, my wife won't allow me to have a junk drawer, or I'm too clean. I don't have a junk drawer. <laughs> too it's like, clean. Oh, what, that's a dumb, what a weird flex Shh, that is. I'm too clean. Yeah. Where do you put your scissors at? Then I don't buy that. Yeah, I don't buy it. What do you got, like a right, whole drawer exactly. called scissors? <laughs> no, get out of here. With a Dymo label? Yeah, and Lame. All right. Freaks. Give you an answer. Um, I would. Uh, first thing I thought of was rubber bands. Oh, that's good. Rubber oh, bands. Yeah, where else are you going to put them? Ours are yeah. full of yeah. them. Yeah, we got tons of those in there. I'm assembling all mine in, a gar- in my garage to uh, make a uh, roadside mm-hmm. attraction. Ooh. Show me rubber bands. Oh, Number three. Nice. Oh, look at yep. that. Nice. All right. Well, you guys are on a roll. Continue. Now, Panda, I always. I have no idea what to do with those pins. So there's always like pins and rubber bands and scissors in my junk drawer. Are you saying pins or pens? Pit. What are you saying? Because it's <laughs> like you just said the same thing twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, this is what I was afraid of. We got a we got a regional uh, pronunciation oh, oh, issue. Right, writing a pin. Gotcha. Okay. Writing pins and pencils. Pens. Are you saying okay. pins or pens? P- pens <laughs> with an e instead of pins with an e with an i. Anyway, uh, do, do right. the two again in a row. I want to hear Scott say the two and Chad, distinguish between the Chad, two. Chad thinks we're saying pants, but anyway, here it is. Pins is for the pokey kind. Pins, right? And right. pens right, is right, the right, kind right, you right. write with. Pens. Pen, eh, pen, eh. So you're putting second, a Z on that. The time you said pens, it did sound a little like pens. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I feel like I'm saying the E. Am I not saying I know, the E? I know. We always feel like it. Yeah. Uh, show me pens. Pencils, anything like that? Writing implements? Writing utensils. Ooh, nice. Number five, That's sharpies, pens, pencils, markers, all that stuff. That took the lead right there. You're one up on me, so keep going. There you go. Yep. Yes. Now, now you're on a roll. Panda. Keep that roll going. Ooh. Yes. What we I, got, Panda? Uh, I just put a 
big pack of batteries in my junk. Oh, batteries yeah, is great. It's always the yeah. batteries. Both uh, uh, fresh and and bad, uh, and bad yes, alike exactly. all go oh, in the same good? I don't know. <laughs> and, and you try them, you put them in something, and it's like, nope, doesn't work. Back in the junk drawer it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Show me batteries. Ooh, battery. <laughs> Number one. one Look at you. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That was a good call. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah. I feel dumb. Uh, we put our I batteries in the... I have a special mounted thing on the wall that holds and organizes my double A's, my triple A's. We have a little, uh, we have a little yeah. container that we put in the fridge and put all our batteries in it now. Oh, do you, do you, are you a believer that the that oh, batteries God. in the fridge? I'm going to uh, say my wife is a believer. I'm more of a... <laughs> I'm more of a whatever, you know. Like, in fact, I use rechargeables for all my Series X controllers and the stuff I need things for for double A's. So this is kind of a her thing, and it's fine. I don't complain. That's a good question, though. I I think they like uh, is it it helps a little, but I don't think it helps enough to make the mistake of leaving batteries in your freezer. But whatever. I just know it's an this old holdover a- thing from the '80s, so I don't know if it really works. Yeah, right, so upstairs, right, right. and, and uh, Complex Ninja says, Coverville is attacking me with my battery organizer in the closet. No, I'm not. <laughs> that We actually have probably the same thing. Mounts on the wall has a plastic cover that goes over it, etc. Um, however, down here, I have a 3D printed box that you just open, and it is full of batteries. My recharge. Oh, I really like that. I really like that. That's awesome. That's organized right Yeah, there. I agree. By the way, okay, so I found a quick article. I'm just going to read this paragraph. This will tell us, and we, we can all okay. learn something. All right, good. Yeah. The myth, storing batteries in the refrigerator prolongs their life. Fact, it is partially true, but you're better off not doing it. Yes, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, exactly. Partially true, but you're better off well, not doing it. that. Yeah, that they said that they say it works. Um, the risk is greater than the reward. Yeah, the risk, let's see, when stored properly, the discharge rate, uh, blah, blah, blah. So it does slow down the discharge rate. But it says, uh, let's see, I'm trying to find the part. But you could just store it. You just need to store your batteries in a cool, uh, dry area. They want, yeah, they want 68 to 78 Fahrenheit. It should be your zone and it should be dry, non humid, if you can help it. Uh, So the humidity, it says the humidity can impact batteries as a whole. Uh, so that's why they say dry storage, which you can, you can't always guarantee even in a cold environment like the fridge. So there you go. Put them in the drawer, keep them dry, you're good. Yep. And right. use them. That's the other thing. No. Use them. Don't let them sit. Don't buy tons and hang on to them forever because they will a discharge and b leak, yeah. and then you got a problem. And then just no buy rechargeables. You yeah, know? do and, like and, that. Uh, do like yeah. that. That's what I do. Yeah. Do like us. Exactly. Do like us. Yeah. Uh, all right. Don't uh, do uh, five like answers. <laughs> five answers still on the board. Name something you'll find in your kitchen junk drawer. Drawer. Every time. I don't know how it happens. But I, there's, I, I always keep tape in my junk drawer. Mm. But oh, then when I go to yeah. then when I go to get it, because I'm like, it's definitely in the junk drawer. Yeah, it's not there. Any but particular there's kind of tape? An expectation. Any kind of tape, like Sky. Yeah. I'll bet Brian will take any comers. But like in your case, is it scotch? Is it uh, masking? Like, it, you... Yeah, I usually keep uh, keep scotch and packing tape. Like gotcha. the smaller ones for smaller things. But yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. usually the only thing. What do you think about that, Pat? Is that a good one? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. tape. Good answer. Okay. Good All answer. Right. <laughs> Show me tape. Ah, oh, scared us. Uh, indeed, Ooh, yes. You made me wait. Tape, scotch tape, scotch tape, masking tape. Scotch yeah. tape. You know what's the best stuff Scott is tape. that uh, blue carpenter tape. Blue carpenter tape. Sometimes it's green. That stuff's awesome. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like paint, painter's tape. Yeah, that like stuff's that. so yeah, good. It doesn't leave a residue, and it's great. Yeah. It is yeah. great. It's great for yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. including those the things they're made for. So I would recommend it over scotch, yeah. or not scotch, um, masking. Masking, masking tape, tape goes yes. gluey masking, and gross. Yeah, oh, yeah. my gosh, don't do it. Yeah, the older masking tape It doesn't work good gets, as a... The worse yeah. it gets, and it's weird how those rolls, they kind of shrink, and the inside cardboard goes yeah. inside of that masking tape. Like, yeah, what is up. causing masking tape to shrink at such a weird, weird Maybe moment. you should keep it in the freezer next to your batteries. <laughs> refrigerator, <laughs> weirdo. It was in the pool. <laughs> <All right. laughs> and what else you got up in your junk drawer? Uh, assorted charging cables. You don't even own anymore, probably, right? That's right. Yes. Yeah. All right. Show me cables. Loose cables. Oh, oh, first strike on the board. Ah, 15, on. Uh, number 15 on the list was cables. It was popular, but uh, surprisingly, yeah, agree, yeah. Not, not in the top 10, even though I think we're all guilty of having those. Um, oh, guilty. All right. Me. Matches. Matches. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, you know what? I'm going to change. Can I change my? I can't. Can I? Is that what I have to stick? Sure, with? if you want. Yeah. Uh, lighter. Yeah, Someone. You'd, you'd, you'd be more likely okay. to have a lighter there in there. Yeah. All right. I I think that's probably going to be either way, right? I don't think maybe if it would. I don't know. If it's, that if it's a stu- he's our taskmaster. Let's we'll see what we get. <laughs> Show me lighters. Oh shit! Oh. Uh, uh, lighters was number <laughs> eleven. Like, eh. Just out of the top ten was lighters. Eh. <laughs> Cigarette lighters. All right, fine. And we don't know if that included matches because you're not going to tell us. All right, I'm not going to tell you. Okay. All right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's back to I mean, uh, I'm not you. I've kind it of was told not you like that because if you look right. at tape where I say that includes ducks, duck, scotch, and masking, right, right. etc. Yeah, by not yeah. telling you, I think I've kind of told you. Our junk drawer has like <laughs> think, five yeah, of those long told. ones. You know, the long kind that you do the barbecues with. We have like so oh, yeah. many of those. I don't know why we oh, have like those. 10 of them. It's, we should have one of those. doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. Right. Well, because uh, nine of them are out of butane, but you just can't bring <laughs> yourself to throw them out. <laughs> That's probably true. Uh, this is how people again, are with their get one of those little, those little rechargeable one that looks like a taser, and it uh, um, and it creates that little zzz. Yeah. Thing in between, you don't need you don't need ones with butane anymore. It's like people with uh, uh, weed vape pens that run right. out that you can't refill. They're just like, well, if I hang on to it, maybe there's just one more drag in there, man. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's back to you, chuckleheads. What do you guys got? Uh, so, uh, 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 Panda, I, I, I know is I always have to write on. I always have like little writing things, like either post-it notes or the back of junk mail. What, what do you think? Is, is that notes is pretty good? What do you think, Panda? I feel like post-its sounds right. Yeah, because you want to like post-its. Yeah, like little Maybe, paper. If that's a post-its. thing you do, yeah, yes, I like that one. That's well, good. Sure. Pad. All right, show me paper pads, post-it notes, anything like that. Notepads, basically. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I, that I'm really surprised of. Only one person said paper, and it just blew my mind. Then what are you like, doing with those pens, God. pencils, and sharpies? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Where, what do you do? You have a separate drawer for your paper that's not junk? Yeah. I don't get it. This is weird. Weird. Yeah. All right. Uh, so it's my turn again, and that means Scott's gonna say, uh, salsa." 
ketchup, soy sauce, that kind of stuff. Little packages. Condiment condiment packages. Condiment packages that you've got left over. I don't know if you should keep salsa in there, but yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like the little, the hot sauce packs. That's what I mean. The hot sauce. Taco Bell hot sauce packet with the funny funny writing. All right. Sure. Show me. Go ahead. Show me condiment, fast food condiment packets. Damn it. Uh, No, you keep those in the refrigerator. Yeah. (laughs) No, you don't. We, we do. Don't need we to. do. Number fourteen, yeah. by the way, uh, okay. is on the list. I'm glad it's on the list, at least. Bonus points so if you put them in a baggie to kind of see, keep them separated from all the other things yeah, in yeah. there. It's like looking in there. It's like, oh, do we have any more Chinese mustard packets? Dang it! Shoot. Well, life is. I, I think fair. it tells you a lot about people when you go to their house and if yeah. they keep their condiments in the junk drawer or if they keep them in the butter tray <laughs> in the refrigerator oh, yeah. door. Yeah. Yep. There's there's two types the, of people um, there. Yeah. The Freddy's fry sauce goes because we always try and get a couple extras of those. Those go in the uh, the butter tray of the refrigerator because nice. yeah, for yeah, whatever yeah. reason we feel like those need to be refrigerated. Yeah. When are you well, going to get some sticks of butter in here? I'm not. It's because that they got mayo in there, so you want to keep them in the fridge. I, I mean, even if you don't, because yeah. they're sealed and preserved to hell and back, I still I'm with you. Put them in there. Yeah, it's for safety's sake. Yeah, yeah. right there with the, the horsey. Sauce. All right, yep. four answers left on the board. Uh, back over to He's Brian and one sleepy panda. Sleepy Panda, I'm feeling kind of stupid. How you? What do you think? What do you got? I'm feeling dumb. I'm feeling dumb right it. now. That last one, no <laughs> paper. Sneaking suspicion that the hooligans in the tadpole would say just junk. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that, that's a good one. Well, yeah, you that's junk not door. bad. You kind of know the tadpole, don't you? You yeah. think you do. You yeah. Think you do. Right. Give us number six, Ibbit. All right. <laughs> Show me uh, junk. Oh, God, man. Uh, oh, number, America. Are no, you don't worry. Me? Your faith in the tadpole is justified. Number 17 on the list where people just wow. say junk. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All Holy right. crap. Final strike. I don't feel confident about this at all. So you're in good, sh- you're good shape. Um, Basically, uh, anyone gets you at least a tie. Any two gets you a win. And it ba- basically, nice. it's six. It's at number six. It's a tie. Everything else is a win. Okay. Uh oh, geez. Um, did we do those? I don't think we did. Glass say liquor. <laughs> drunk drawer. Mini bottles of booze. Um, oh sure, <laughs> little airplane bottles. My, okay. my drunk drawer. It's where I keep the weed. Um, let's go with uh, uh, the um, uh, paper clips. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, no, that's loose, a good one. Those paper clips. Like, oh, I need to eject this floppy disk. Uh, where? Go to the paper clip. Uh, paper clips in the junk drawer. Yeah. All right. Because nobody ever uses those no. the paper that they don't keep in the junk drawer. Uh, show me paper clips. <laughs> oh shit! Son of a what? That's all right. Paper clips was number twenty six. People did say paper clips, but uh, not enough of them to make the list. The good news is, one sleepy panda, you've won the prizes. Yeah, no matter what, you get this. Congratulations. You're a winner. Yeah, well done. Let's look at the rest of these. Uh, Prepare to to bunk your heads. Uh, Show me number six. A screwdriver. Oh, duh. I have no toolbox. Yeah. And people keep forgetting to put it back in the junk drawer. Dang it, because it's never yes. there when you're looking for it. Yeah. That's not junk. That's valuable. Show me number seven. Twist ties. Anytime yeah, you get cords trash. along with your, uh, your, your charging cables, you just put the t- t- twist ties in that junk drawer and forget about them. Wow. Yeah. Okay. 
Fair enough. But not the cable. All right. No. Uh, this is, is, I can't wait for this one. Right here. <laughs> Show me number eight. Yeah, the matches that you all just said. <laughs> Damn it. How much was that worth? 19 points? Eight. Yeah, that oh, would have put, oh, uh, put you right over the top. Yeah. Love it. it. Love it. it. Damn it. Okay. And finally, you wine drinkers know this one. Show me number 10. Oh, yeah. Corkscrew. Corkscrew. Good answer. Yeah. Now yeah, that goes course. with my other... Yeah, well, I keep my core screw in with my uh, my, my uh, silverware and that stuff. But, you, are you a regular dry wine drinker there, Dunaway? Do you uh, do you partake? Uh, that? Enough that I wouldn't re, uh, re put it in the junk drawer. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, some other bo- uh, popular ones: bottle opener, can opener. So not a, not a corkscrew, but one of those yeah, like yeah. you know you open up a yeah. bottle of booze with. That's pretty yeah. good. Um, bag clip. Uh, menus, uh, fast food menus, restaurant menus, menus Chinese food menus, yeah. uh, potato peeler, screws. I think some people think of the kitchen <laughs> junk drawer as the one <laughs> where you put. Well, if you think some people think of the kitchen junk drawer as where you put all of those miscellaneous kitchen gadgets or kitchen weird. tools. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, screws. You got the screwdriver. Might as well have some screws. String, thread, twine uh, in there. Somebody puts yeah, a hammer. In there, seven oh. people said that. Oh my okay. god, that's so heavy. Yeah, that's weird. Right, uh, tape measure, very good one right there. Toothpicks, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. pizza cutter, whisk, change. You put your change in there. Uh, change, candles, yeah. birthday candles, or regular candles. Chopsticks, you always get an extra set of those with your Chinese food, so yeah. might as well put them in one place. Yeah. Uh, straws, extra straws that you've gotten. Uh, box cutter, flashlight. Flashlight's oh. a great one. Glue, flashlight, another good one. Thumbtacks, yeah. thumb, thumb yeah. uh, ow, hair oh, ties. Are the worst when you're when you're around in there, <laughs> stab. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, thumbtack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hair ties, barrettes, uh, letter opener, uh, just random lids. Uh, not the yeah. not the hat yeah. store in the mall, but just regular lids. Uh, safety pins, beer caps. Somebody put bleach. Oh, geez. <laughs> I'm kind of right. afraid of that person. Yeah, I don't uh, want to go to there. They have an ice pick in there as well, or what's the deal? Those people probably are, uh, business yeah. cards. Uh, let's see. That's about now, is that it. safety pins or safety pins? <laughs> safety pins? pen. There's safety no, pens. Yeah, there's no safety so, pin. Doesn't they're exist. Pens that uh, you you won't accidentally write on yourself. They're safety pens. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, safety gotcha, pin gotcha. is a condom. So get that. And wear <laughs> I'm it. getting some of you people a toolbox for Christmas. No Fair kidding. Right. That's what they need. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we have a, we have a, do have a screwdriver in ours because we do have screwdrivers in our toolbox. But there are times it's like, oh, I just need a quick screwdriver for this. Fixed and and done. I don't want to go back in the yeah, and oftentimes you're not even using it. Like it's for us, it's always a flathead, and it's used for things that aren't necessarily screws. It's like, oh, I got to yeah. pry this open, you or guys. you know, right? You whatever. guys don't have Leatherman tools in your pockets constantly. <laughs> no. Where do you live? No, uh, no, because I occasionally go to places where I have to go through a metal detector, and I don't want to be responsible for saying, oh yeah, I forgot my Leatherman was in my pocket. I guess I. Oh man, can't. you get a high five here if you have to pull it out and go. I just got my Leatherman. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, high five. Is that, is that what happens? Okay. Well, I think that, they I don't. Yeah. They still they take them, and then you're just screwed, right? They yeah, you as you either can run it back to your car, or they just confiscate it and you walk into the. No, event. no. It, where I live, they go. It's cool, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you live in the yeah. freaking wild <laughs> south, man. Right. Yeah. The people, you don't have a leatherman here. Uh, here's here's one. Right. To go on into the. They hand them out we'll at the door five. here. Yeah. Oh, they did. They just give you a leatherman on the <laughs> yeah, way into the plane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I get that. Uh, I have a. I had a thought a theory last time I flew uh, here for this trip. Uh, our, why are we still doing the shoe thing? 
I cannot believe we're still doing the shoe thing. It doesn't the make any thing? sense oh, to me. Shoes off we had we had work? we had one shoe bomber. Come on, we had, we had one Richard guy with Reed. shoes. Richard Reed ruined it for all of us. Yeah, and now yeah. we still do those effing shoes. We're, we're, I, I I don't because I pay. Uh, 80 bucks for Shoe five in. years of TSA yeah. pre-check. But you know what people what? will do? I know they do a little background on that, but if you can somehow fake your background and go on there, with, and then you're in anyway. Like, if they have a way out of the shoe thing, then they should just stop doing the shoe thing because it proves the yeah, shoe right. thing's bullshit. Shoe oh, thing's stupid. Right. Hate it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I, I can't tell you how many times I get approached by some of the airport. Hey, do you mind wearing my shoes through uh, security? And I'll meet you on the other yeah, side. Yeah. Yeah. Here, yeah, take these shoes. You know what would be a great idea? Have everybody air out their feet before they get on the plane. <laughs> Let's get in that area. <laughs> Sounds great. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Now, how about, they just, how about uh, they just issue you a pair of Crocs when you walk into the airport? You yep. keep your regular yeah. shoes in your bag. Just, uh, and, uh, yep. Let's just let's just take our shoes off at the uh, at the gate and yeah. just leave them off the yeah. whole time. Delta I mean, Crocs. Do anyway I like Brian's plane. Delta Crocs yeah. idea. I want Delta Crocs. I want Southwest Crocs. Crocs. United Crocs. Yeah, Southwest. United Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I'd ever get for United that I liked. They suck. Anyway, uh, hey, so here's the deal, Panda. You got to send Brian an email, coverville at gmail.com. He'll forward you those codes, and you'll be wallowing in your success. How do you feel? <laughs> Uh, uh, wonderful. Oh, that's so good. You were a great uh, guest to have on. Thank you for being here. You were awesome. Yes, yes. Uh, Dunaway, hey. He wasn't He wasn't so sleepy. No, he no, was fine. No, aware. Yeah. Uh, due to the birth of uh, the new family member here, we uh, we had to push Play Retro to today. So uh, that whole thing we told you Monday was a lie about it being on Tuesday. Uh, this week, it's today yeah. at 3.30 Mountain Time. Uh, same thing. We're doing the trackballs, all that stuff. Everything we talked about Monday. But it's tonight. Nothing's changed. Yeah, nothing Except but the day. The time. Just the time. That's it. Yeah. Even the time's the same. Just shift it. Even the one change. Earth you're day. right. It's yeah. just the day. Yeah, it's just the day. Uh, how do you, are you excited? Or what are we doing? That's it. That's all we have. Brian, kiss I, our yeah, butts. I can't Bye. Wait to talk. Okay, he's out of here. <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, Good idea. Uh, we're going to get Tom Merritt up in it. And then after that, some recommendals. Lots of fun on a Wednesday. Stick around. Brian, play me a song. All right, I'm going to play you a song. And, and I'm going to give you a little bit of a, a heads up, Scott. Um, the first few seconds of this song do have an F-bomb. So Ooh. you know, prepare to put a little marky mark in your um, in your file there. To, I will to put a Mark Wahlberg in my file. I'm all set to go. Uh, I think I heard an F-bomb. All right. <laughs> uh, this is a band called Drive Away. Not Driveway, but Drive Away. Uh, Florida indie pop band um, with uh, they've they've metaphorically sold their turntables and bought guitars and created a song called Wishing Well. This is great. Oh my God, you're gonna love this. You're gonna love both songs today. I promise you. Wow. Uh, so let's get to the first of those from uh, their let's see first release since uh, May's Feel Better Soon EP. Here is the brand new single from Drive Away. It's called Wishing Well. Quit being myself, quit being myself, quit being myself 
many times while I was working out, but it doesn't matter. Look, it's for babies. I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. This is The Morning Stream. And we're back. Hey, who was that? That was a band called Drive Away, all one word, Drive Away, with their brand new single, Wishing Well. Awesome. I can't wait to, uh, well, of course, of course I heard it with the rest of you. Of course, you just heard it like everybody did, and thank you for that. Yeah, it was great, and I'll never stop talking about it <laughs> until I hear it again later today, because I liked it that much. All right, let's get Tom Merritt up in here. And see what we can make out of that uh, visit. Yeah. Here you go right That's here. Good idea. I can find the damn thing. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That familiar refrain indicates that Tom Merritt has joined us once again on a Wednesday to talk about tech as he prepares for the Daily Tech News Show later today. Tom Merritt, welcome back. Hello, Tom Merritt. Uh, I can't hear no, Tom. Thank you. Thank oh, you. There, there he is. Hello. 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 We can, can hear you us? now. We, we can, can hear you now. now. It's just a long. It was a long uh, moment there, but I, maybe maybe we're lagging. I don't know. Ah, uh, well, uh, it's good. It's to good now. Be here. <laughs> 
It's all good. Uh, hey, it's Tom Merritt. You guys know him. You love him. Look at him there in that in this video. Look at it. Look at that handsome freaking man about town and life. Uh, <laughs> Tom, uh, what's going on in the world of tech today, so that we can kind of prepare ourselves for what's next in the world? Yeah. So, have you all heard of Elon Musk? I have. He's I've uh, heard of that dude. Yeah, yeah. familiar. Yeah. Slightly familiar. Uh, in, in the tech circles, he's very well known. Mm. Uh, he he uh, he once uh, was one of the the chief people behind PayPal. Oh, that's right. Uh, that that may be where most people know him from. Him and uh, him and Peter Thiel and uh, that one other guy yeah. who's running for Congress, I think, somewhere. <laughs> that one other guy. Yeah, there was yeah, one other so dude. Sad. Yeah, uh, yeah. He he later started a, a little car company, a little rocket company. Mm. Um, he he's got a following, yeah. and uh, he I I guess a lot of people probably haven't heard this, but uh, he made an offer to buy Twitter. Oh, back in April. Oh, oh really, I didn't. I hadn't heard okay. at all anything mm-hmm. about that. That's news. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all know Twitter. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, Twitter uh, agreed uh, to the deal, and then apparently Musk started to look into the numbers and said, "I don't know. Some of these numbers don't add up. I don't want to buy you anymore." Twitter said, "Well, I'm sorry, you already got a deal." And I hate to say this, uh, but it looked like it ended up with some bad blood, and they ended up in court. Yeah. But don't worry. It, it, we, it looks like we might have a happy ending uh, because Tuesday, Musk changed his mind uh, <laughs> and sent a letter to Twitter and said, you know what? I'm going to buy you anyway at the price we agreed on back in April. So, you know, that, that's pretty much all there is to the story. Mm, I'm sure that's all there that happened. Yeah. I'm sure that yeah. is uh, his weird. Uh, happy happy I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, no, I, I think the most intriguing thing of this, and of course, if you haven't been following this, uh, go go listen to Daily Tech News Show. We've been following it there. Uh, but uh, right now, uh, the how do you call it? Um, the the stuff that is expelled uh, from an animal's rear. Oh, uh, and uh, yeah. Oh shit. The thing that blows, that oh. blows air. Uh, uh-huh. Those two are coming together uh, in the form of a lot of messages coming out in public between uh, Musk and other people, including Jack Dorsey, former CEO of Twitter, uh, between uh, Peter Zatko, uh, maybe. In fact, that is the most recent thing that seems to have applied pressure to Musk. Peter Zatko, a.k.a. Mudge. Uh, recently filed with the SEC and then appeared before Congress to talk about uh, problems with security at Twitter. And the lawyers for Musk denied that they had any communication with Zacco. Twitter was like, well, are you trying to do this to to put pressure on us or to affect the case somehow? Uh, and uh, they they said no. But one of these emails that, that came out, one of these embarrassing emails, was from a Proton Mail account saying, I am a former security person at Twitter who has information you might be interested in. I'm paraphrasing, but it was that it, it did say former security person at, at Twitter or executive involved in, in sa- user safety or something. Uh, Musk's lawyers say we never responded to it. Uh, we we didn't we didn't take it seriously. Uh, Twitter says that's probably Zadko, and we want to look at more documents to figure out if it's Zadko. Uh, and so that has been approved as of Tuesday for them to go do that. Yeah. Around the same time that Musk is saying like, hey, let, let, let's just let's call it off. Let's call it off. So right now, the court case has not been canceled. CNBC says that the deal might be closed as of Friday. Uh, the deal can only be closed uh, probably. Uh, 
honestly, you could close the deal and the court case could continue, but that's not in the best interest of either side. So one would assume that if they closed the deal, they, they would resolve the, and settle the case. They'd have to go to the judge uh, and tell her that. Uh, so so that had none of that's happened. So right now the court case is on for October 17th. They're supposed to depose Musk on Thursday. Uh, they're they're they've subpoenaed uh, documents uh, from Musk's team uh, to look for stuff about Zatko. While Musk is out there tweeting that uh, the, the what did he say? Uh, uh, buying Twitter is an accelerant to creating X, the everything app. Mm. Yeah, that's horseshit. So, okay, let me let me. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Uh, Musk's first company that yeah. he—well, maybe not his first company, but the company he he merged to create PayPal was an online bank called X.com that he merged in two thousand. Yeah, and the holding company that he created back in April to handle the acquisition of Twitter is called X Holdings. Mm. Mm. Okay. So well, I, this could have been part of his plan all along, and an everything been. app is just kind of code for like WeChat, kind of like yeah, super everything. Apps. Everyone goes to Twitter for everything, and that includes you know paying for things. And I assume that's mm-hmm. what he thinks. If I if I had any major takeaway from the text, because I read them all, I didn't read all the emails, but all the leaked text or not the leaked text messages, the SMS, stuff. yes, yeah, all that stuff. Um, some names were redacted, some weren't. But after reading all of that, it, it's never been more clear to me that we meaning the user base is seen as just pawn. Like, how do I put this? Not once did I sense any respect toward the users that without them, you have no service. And so I know that's how big wig billionaires talk. And I know that they don't, they're not concerned that's, with that's Joe. how mid middle level executives talk. Sure. Hell, that's how product managers talk. Like, yeah, you're right. I, yeah. You're right. You're totally right. But it just it annoyed me because I thought the the selling point, Musk's selling point in all of his tweets about wanting to buy Twitter, making it better and taking it out of the wherever it is, making it the ultimate thing. It's always just it's always appealing to us. The, the, the way he words those things. It's always like, you guys want a better Twitter, don't you? It's almost as if he's crafting his public messages to appeal to the public. Yeah, and I hate it. I freaking hate it. That's what I'm <laughs> hey, saying. So hot, po- hot poker to his butt is what I'm saying. And uh, look, if he buys it, fine. Part of me is really curious about what happens. Like if anything changes or happens or does, if anything major, like if it becomes the everything app, like that would actually blow my mind. Um, but if I, if I had a best guess... Uh, and and I do. So, luckily enough, my best guess is I should say uh, he tries to do what Dorsey wants with Twitter, with the with the the short messaging social network that is Twitter, yeah. and and tries to turn it into a distributed platform uh, that that anyone can build on, anyone can interconnect. Because Dorsey said in a lot of those messages that Twitter should have never been a business; it should be a platform, it should be an open platform that anybody can build a business on. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think he takes Twitter and he tries to do that with it while using the company to build X on that platform. And X is a different thing. It's a new thing. Uh, and it uses a lot of, of what Twitter offers and brings in new things and acquires other companies to become uh, the super app in the United States. Because that is a golden opportunity in the United States. There are super apps all over the world in other, con- in other countries. Geo has one in India, WeChat in China. Uh, and it's 
kind of uh, seen as a as an opportunity in the U.S. to create the super app. Facebook has tried many times to turn WhatsApp into that and has not been able to pull it off yet. So to sum it up, do you think his reasoning for saying, "Okay, call it call off the court stuff, call off your dogs"? Well, let's go ahead and do our original deal. When previously to this, it was him putting the skids on it and saying, "Now wait a minute, your user, you're lying to me about users or your security mm-hmm. questions or all this other stuff." Did any of that was all of that just like to get the price down? Do you think like what what is the theory? Oh, like no, a true because he's negotiation offering, tap, tactic. For, from what we can tell, he's offering the exact same price. Yeah, well, that's that what I mean. That's what I mean. Like before all of that, it felt like a tactic to drop the price. But now that it's I getting don't stinky, think he's that cheap. Mm. I'll be honest. Mm. Uh, I don't think he would go to this much effort. Not that he wouldn't want to raise the price. To, this is a lot of effort to go to. It feels more in character with Musk, who who isn't cheap to go to all this effort because he was mad. Uh, And if you read those SMSs, uh, it's very clear that he just lost his lid uh, in conversations with Agrawal, especially that particular message about, hey, you can say whatever you want on Twitter, but it's hurting morale in here. And one thing we've seen publicly from Musk over the years is he doesn't care two figs for your morale complaints. You you got a morale problem, go work somewhere else. Uh, And so that's the kind of thing that will light him up. I have worked with people before who you just say the wrong thing and they just turn on a dime and don't turn around and turn don't turn back around. Musk is one of those people. I think he just decided, you know what? Dorsey talked me into this. It was a good idea, but I can't deal with these people and I'll show them yeah. and, and I'll just back out. And yeah. I think he thought he could just back out. Yeah. And he thought, you want to go to court and reveal all your bot stuff? Good luck. It's all yeah. going to come out in public. And it turned out that more came out in public than maybe he counted on. And now he's probably calmed down and decided and who knows what other messages from Dorsey and others have calmed him down and like okay 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 this is this is ridiculous let me just go back to square one do this deal do the x plan do Dorsey's platform plan uh and, and, and let's just make this happen yeah well last time i made him mad personally he went and had seven uh kids uh secret kids uh last time i pissed him off so so you never <laughs> you know, know where he's gonna that? go you just never know you know you don't know where what he's gonna do well anyway i i'm all that aside and jokes aside i am actually very curious to see yeah if this goes through it sounds like it's gonna i mean I, yeah but you're right with with this situation particularly until it does yeah who like, knows I, yeah, I, yeah. i've already in this particular situation it's already like not it's not a smart bet to predict anything i feel like yeah we'll have to we'll have to wait and see well anyway uh more on that of course later today on the daily tech news show 2 p.m mountain time uh i'll be there today it's wednesday i love being on can't wait uh is there anything else you'd like to find folks at home to know about before we let you go a word with tom Merritt. Uh, don't don't worry i'm gonna get scott johnson on there is to be be on the lookout for that that's going to happen uh but in the meantime i'm having a great time chatting with really interesting people about how we think uh if if you like my approach to things which is not to just tack to one side or the other but sort of go like well but what seems likely is this or that that's what i try to talk to my guests about so uh we had howard mortman from c-span on uh we played off the word transparency uh we have brian brushwood on uh talking about ambition we're gonna have jennifer briney jen briney from congressional disc 
talking about disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a- a- Andrea Jones Roy uh, coming on talking about identity. Uh, so, hey, uh, if those sound like interesting things to you, go check it out. Awordpodcast.com. They definitely do. It's also Ace Detect on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, go follow Tom there, regardless of who owns it. He'll be there. You'll find he'll that name. There. And, he'll and I'll be on X whenever that <laughs> Whatever X is. X app. Uh, Tom Merritt, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 I don't know why I get so annoyed with this Musk bullshit, but I do. Oh, well. well he's, he's annoying. annoying. <laughs> he's annoying. Exactly. He's annoying. Oh, breaking news, Brian. Breaking news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joke, uh, the Joker movie. Joker, you know? Yeah. Uh, Scott Silver and Captain America New World Order's Malcolm Spellman are writing uh, the new Todd McFarlane Spawn movie. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Cool. That's cool. Breaking news. That is All cool. Right. Moving on. All right. I still, I still feel like that's vaporware until it comes out. Yeah. Well, all this stuff is right because we've seen, we've seen so many movie promises or animated series promises yep. that are like, oh yeah, we're, yeah, yeah we're canceling that. Canceled. Oh, we are making Grendel. Oh no, we're we're not making. Grendel oh no, now. we're not. Oh. But having oh, McFarlane like oh. having him directly involved probably yeah, helps. helps. But I don't know. We'll see. That first Bond movie, such a piece of shit. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> Um, all right, let's get in here for uh, some movie talk, TV talk, streaming talk. Uh, yeah. I haven't heard That's from Nicole, so I don't know if she's uh, I've around. heard from Nicole. She can't make it today. Oh, well, so, thank you for that. Which right. works out okay, because I'm going to be talking about two things, but I'm only going to be recommending one. Oh, that's right. We discussed this yesterday, so that's perfect. Yes. Uh, well, excellent. Let's get right into it and play this. Music means it's time for recommendals. Our recommendations of things streaming over the internet that you may or may not have seen. Uh, joining us today, Randy Jordan. Hello, Randy. Aloha. Hi. How Hi. are you? Hello. Hi. Good, Hello. man. I, I am also a new huge fan of Twitter CEO Parag Agrawal. <laughs> that guy. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I want to, like... I would seriously like to send that person a Christmas gift. You want to, yeah. You want to get him, uh, get him something nice, you know, under the tree. Okay, let's like, do it. Because sure. you, you said you read the tweets, right? Uh, the, I did the texts, right? I did. Like, yeah. Uh, and, and my favorite thing is that there are people who took the texts, which were in spreadsheets, and put them back into iPhone format. <laughs> I just love that. It's so much easier to read. Oh, yeah. <laughs> much simpler to read, but also they're a good read if you want to hear. Like you go, you go to a server. I don't care what it is either. Twitter, Facebook, whatever. You're on there during the day, and you're like, "Oh, I talked to mom today, and I left a message for so and so, and I did this other thing." Do you want to see what these guys are really talking about? Yeah, they don't think of you as important at all, even though no. you're crucial. You are the product. But, yeah, uh, that's but what I hear. Numbers, basically. Having, yeah. having one guy standing up to him while everyone else is just kissing his butt was just so interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it great. Made me, it made me realize, like, uh, man, one day if if all of my texts with my friends and family were to suddenly be in a court case and you could see them. Yeah, Ooh. it's what it reminds me of when we go to zombie times. All the and, and money means nothing at that point. <laughs> <laughs> like you'll be stuck in an elevator with somebody like Elon Musk. How does that power dynamic work then? You know? Yeah. Right. Like if he doesn't know if he's a little chicken shit in the corner peeing his pants and you're like, all right, we got to figure out what we're going to do here. I know on the third floor there's some guns. Blah, blah, blah. Like you're planning for the future and he's going. In, he in, isn't, and in no that one cares. Situation, yeah. In that situation, my long practiced ability to produce a fart on demand is going to come in real handy. <laughs> 
I didn't Sorry, know this. Uh, SJ, I hope uh, hope he, <laughs> he practices that outside. Yeah, I was gonna say. I hope this is a thing that you do I away actually, from the family, but you know. I, I actually uh, I actually can't practice uh, produce a fart on demand, yeah. but I am like everybody else. I am capable of uh, recognizing when I'm about five seconds away from an irretrievable em- emission. Yeah. it's like you know you gotta you gotta leave the room. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta hang on room. to it. No, I get you. Oh, yeah, why get can't you. we have Nicole today? <laughs> Because she would pronounce it Elon Musk as well. Um, all right. Well, we're going to get right into it. I, uh, yeah. I'm i going to start with Brian, who's got uh, – you want to do the Mecha Mental first? Or how do you want to do I'm going to do the Mecha Mental first because it's a great way to lead into what makes the Mecha Mental so good. But right. uh, So as promised, I watched the, uh, the Netflix movie uh, Blonde, which is a – a sort of a biographical film about Marilyn Monroe, uh, starring Ana de Armas, the lovely and and still very talented Ana de Armas, who I, uh, Armas, who I think is just given um, kind of garbage to work with. Let's give you some background on this. So it's an adaptation of a book by Joyce Carol Oates, mm. uh, which came out in two thousand, and. Joyce decided for kind of sensationalistic uh, reasons to instead of making a a uh, book about you know Marilyn's life from what we know because there's plenty of that already out there she wanted to make something that was a little bit more sensationalized a little bit more uh, well she created some fictional plot lines um, like uh, the threesomes with uh, the sons of Charlie Chaplin and uh, Edward G. Robinson Uh, (laughs) wow uh, not not just threesomes but an entire threesome relationship with those two if you're you're gonna invent something for Marilyn out of whole cloth I guess it, it has to be sex, sure, right? Right, exactly. Yes, yeah. um, she she invented a, a rape that took place early on in her career that there's no evidence ever happened. Um, uh, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff like this, and so Andrew Dominic, who who um, uh, was the director of this film, took that material and basically created a two hour and forty seven minute film. Uh, basically visualizing all this stuff that was in Joyce Carol Oates' novel. It's called an adaptation. I don't know if you've heard of it. And he's the dude that made that this much I know to be true thing. Yeah, but also the Robert Ford, you know, the coward Robert Ford movie. He directed a couple episodes of Mindhunter. Um, Yeah, see, I really like his work, generally speaking. Yeah, normally I like his, his, I've liked his work too. And, and, um, but there are some decisions that he makes in this thing to like go from black and white to color for no, no, it appears to be no reason. Like normally you do, uh, when she's in her own mind, everything is in color. And then when she's in the outside world, black and white or sober versus drunk or, uh, delusions versus reality, that sort of thing. Um, but this one just bounces back and forth for appears to be no reason and um uh i don't know you're given a property to work with i basically he just did what he could with what with what he had so when you brought that up yesterday because we were talking privately about this and you you brought up that the that the changes in uh what what do we call it filter changes filter changes filter changes sure Uh that that that, that didn't seem to have a rhyme or reason i was like oh come on no one makes that and i went look i dug as far as you can go and i got through the bottom of the crust of the earth and i could not find anybody (laughs) explaining what how it works what is the rhyme and reason it doesn't exist it's It's, just random it, it was just random and that's what that's what really just bothered me plus um they make Marilyn out to be a completely helpless um 
completely helpless individual. And there's so many accounts of her being smart and her being um, uh, actively in control of her own career for the most part. Of course, the barbiturates and the drugs and you know the, the alcohol didn't help things and, and kind of steered her off into what you know eventually happened to her but there are accounts that you know she didn't talk in the the oh blah 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 voice you know the entire time like like um uh anna uh unfortunately does Anna de Armas, Armas is directed to yes. play a caricature of Marilyn Monroe she absolutely was yeah. and, and that just bothered it bothered me but boy did it bother Tina who is She's to call her just a fan of Marilyn Monroe is is not doing her service because she's she's read up on her she's you know watched all of her movies she's it isn't just like a, oh I really like Marilyn I'm gonna buy that that drawing where she's got her face all tattooed up that came out in twenty mm-hmm. ten or whatever it was sure no she really she really um, likes Marilyn Monroe and actually has we've got posters all you know a couple all over the house of the candid photos of Marilyn, not the one where she's all dolled up in the typical seven year itch pose, but ones where it's like, she's just captured candidly and stuff, which are great. Um, so, you know, if, if you want to watch, if you treat it as fiction and there, obviously there's truth in there. She was married to Joe DiMaggio. She was married to, um, uh, Miller, the, the author, the, the playwright. uh, uh, Herman, Herman, Arthur Arthur Miller. Miller, Thank you. It was like Norman, Herman, uh, something like that. (laughs) Arthur Miller. Um, And there was potential evidence of her being abused by um, Joe DiMaggio. And that's that's sort of visualized off screen or or audioized off screen with this. Bobby Cannavale is great. He plays uh, Joe DiMaggio. He's great in everything he does. Adrian Brody, also great as uh, as Arthur Miller. Adrian, Um, Adrian Brody cracks me up. (laughs) <laughs> like he's just he can't like as straight as it be, like you know because he was like the pianist right like yeah, he's yeah. as as straight as he plays it though he yeah. just looks funny there's something about his face he always <laughs> looks like he's clowning a little well, bit his it, no one's nose is more broke I mean even Owen Wilson looks at him and goes man wow 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 he says when he yeah. looks at his nose because <laughs> that right. dude broke a nose and never did shit about it he's just like you know what this is me I'm Adrian Brody check out my nose it's like four inches yeah. too too much to the left we're good to go and I, you know what I kind of like it. I'm down. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> um, also, Casper uh, Philipson uh, plays uh, JFK, which he also did in uh, the Jackie film with uh, Natalie uh, Portman. So he's he's just going to make a career out of playing JFK. Although this is a much darker presentation of JFK, uh, a very uncomfortable scene that seems to just go on forever and the um, movie and the movie jfk by oliver stone well a oh, bunch of fiction no really? i'm just saying oh, i'm oh. just i'm connecting the two movies oh, Oliver gotcha. Stone's JFK, a bunch of fiction and you should not watch it because it's, it's <laughs> riddled with nonsense that yeah, is invented. That, for whatever reason that one feels so much better than this i know it is it's kind of the same thing right it's so much speculation and so much like, but it could have been this happening. Why is it done so much better in the movie JFK than it is here? This just feels so. Because Oliver Stone really knows how to make a movie. Yeah, yeah okay. that's true. Yeah, that's that's, that's true. great. I'll, I'll totally. This take bums that. me out, man. Because I was really looking forward to seeing this. I, I'm, I'm with you on all those actors, including our main yeah. star here. I'd love them all and everything. And, yeah. and I just thought, oh, I even like this director. How can this go wrong? And where it went wrong, and tell me if I'm wrong. It sounds like this is what you've said, but mm-hmm. it sounds like. And we said this privately, I'll just say it out loud. Yeah, yeah. This 
seems to be a thing where if this was more of a straight biopic, and I know those already exist, but yep. more of a modern take on a, just like, here's a biography, the best we know about her life, top to bottom, here's JFK and his, you know, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It would have been a better movie than than this, which seems like stuff's just made up out of whole cloth. It's more of a fantasy than a film. Uh, it would have been a different movie. It would have been a movie that that has probably been done a bunch of times before, and that's probably why it wasn't done here in this case, is because, well, what do we do to separate our Maryland movie? Or really, it's the book, because that's the source material. What do we do to separate our biography from these other biographies? And then, oh, yeah, this would be a good one to adapt and, into a film. And right, mm-hmm. right now, we're a little overloaded by these movies. There's yeah. just too yeah. many of them. You know, there's Elvis, there's Anne Frank, oh. there's the uh, Lucy and Desi thing. It's just mm. it's too much. Yeah, but the Lucy and Desi thing, there's everything on that is is accountable. Like everything right. there is is verified and true. I don't know. I haven't seen the Elvis one, so I don't know how much of that there's is a- it sensationalized because it's it is. You know what's his face? Uh, yeah, yeah, Baz Luhrmann. It's Baz um, Luhrmann. Yeah, it's uh, very shiny. <laughs> it's okay. very, right. very good and exciting. My mother-in-law thought it was fantastic. Like she, she was would not stop talking about Elvis about for, for okay. a while. So, All right. I, I like it. It must be pretty good because that's a very odd. Uh, uh, unusual recommendation coming from her. Yeah, um, I didn't know about the Anne Frank biopic. Is does Chris Pratt play Anne Frank in that one? <laughs> it's uh, no. It's uh, it's uh, uh, some European actors. I'm gotcha. committing the names of all of them. Anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so this is you know, look, the the only person I'd really recommend this to is if you if you really want to see uh, Anna Darmus run around naked for two hours and forty five yes, minutes. Yes, and, we do. Yes, and who do. doesn't really? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that is really about the only you know the only. The positive thing that came from <laughs> from watching great this. so hey hey all you per- pervers let's get in there let's get it done yeah. let's would you if the- you'd like i could put timestamps on all of them for you <laughs> so that you don't have to <laughs> suffer through all that exposition and just get right to the boobs yeah. it really is all you see you just see boobs yeah boobs. um so let's let's move over from that into my actual recommendal today and this is great because this just arrived on amazon uh prime streaming in the last couple months and um so i put in my list saying basically as soon as i've got a free a free uh day i'm going to recommend this but what i did that i usually that i wasn't planning on doing is i watched it last night um again because i loved it so much and that movie is the audio clip that i gave you oh look at that i almost said it oh you almost did all right we'll see if we can uh, play this here just say yes to whatever she asks you just say yes Let's say, if she asks you if you can sing, say yes. If she asks if you can dance, say yes. I can sing and I can't dance. No, I know. I know. I know. I'm just saying that if she asks you if you can do something that you might not know how to do, just say yes. Because you can always learn how to do something once you get the part. You have a warm smile, which is very powerful. And you have a very Jewish nose, <laughs> which is becoming very fashionable. I'm getting a lot more requests for Jewish girls. Really? That's great. Are you athletic? You seem to have a very firm body. Yes. Do you know how to horseback ride? Yes. Uh, do you know how to do fencing? Yes, I can fence. Basketball? Yes. Baseball? Yes. Soccer? Yes. 
any other sports or special skills that I should know about? I studied Krav Maga. I don't know what that is. What is Quick Draw McGraw? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's you, funny. I'm glad you let that go until that. Yeah, I that was great. Because that's one of my favorite lines of the whole movie. Uh, that uh, The person you're hearing there is Alana Heim. Uh, she's the youngest of the three sisters that make up the band Heim. And she is the star of a film... Uh, by Paul Thomas Anderson, or, or one of two stars of the film by Paul Thomas Anderson, called Licorice Pizza, which oh, right. was an uh, yeah. Academy Award nominee um, last year, a well-deserved Academy Award uh, nominee, Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Original Screenplay. Sadly, it didn't it didn't win any of those, um, uh, but it should have because it it's just so darn good. Um, it also stars Cooper Hoffman, who is the son of Philip Seymour Hoffman. And you're watching this, you know, basically a frequent collaborator with Paul Thomas Anderson in his films. Um, you feel like you're watching a young Philip Seymour Hoffman. Cooper Hoffman is, he, I don't know how he didn't get a Best Actor nomination because he plays this, this he portrays this great character, this, this kid who was a, um, one of the kids used in a movie that was basically like a yours, mine and ours, uh, uh, film with Lucille ball. They don't actually say that they have a fake movie that they use in place of that, but it's basically the same thing. So he's been living off of residuals, which allows him to be somewhat of a, an entrepreneur and a hustler, uh, starts a watermelon or a watermelon, a waterbed business. It's a very different thing, by the way. Uh, he starts a pinball machine, uh, arcade, like launches a pinball machine arcade. Um, and, He's he's this great always on character. The only character I can think of that's kind of like that uh, immediately comes to mind is the Robert Downey Jr. character in The Pickup Artist, where he's just got oh, this yeah. unbreakable level of confidence, um, and it works for him, and it works it works more than it probably should, knowing what he's got behind him. Do you think that kid's gonna have one of these lives where if he really wants he has to work extra hard to overcome the shadow of who his dad was? You know what I mean? Because his dad um, was like considered oh, one of the greatest I, ever. I don't yeah. think it even it even is like evident. Yeah, because I didn't know who he was until after I saw this movie in the theaters, and I'm like, oh my god, of course that's Philip Seymour Hoffman's son. That he now that you say it, he kind of looks just like it. So the fact that that as a as a movie watcher, Brian a bit movie goer, um, I walked in there and didn't immediately recognize him as. Uh, he's and he's playing as, a 15 year old in this, and it's his yeah. very first movie. He's not yeah. done anything no, other than this movie. He's, yeah, he he's coming into this with some amazing talent. I think he's going to be able to to turn this into a lot of things, like into a, into a great career. Nice, but, I, he, but I, he might not yeah. choose to. Is what I'm saying. Sure. Like he, this, right. you know what I mean. Like right. you're you're not bound to be. Oh God, I hope he does because he's dad. so he's so good. Here's what he should do. He him and the Gandolfini kid. They should be a buddy cop movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just have dead, dead, yeah. dead actors, uh, talented kids get together. <laughs> you know, even if they're not dead, like get uh, that right. Maude Apatow, but uh, Apatow's daughter, who's awesome in Euphoria, sure. get her in there. Get all these kids in there that are like parents are like overwhelmingly 
celebrated and talented and award-winning and just have their kids do cool shit. That's what I yeah, want. Yeah, but then, but then unfortunately, then the focus of whatever they do together turns into look yeah. at all these kids of famous people as opposed yeah, been, to... That's a good point. Like I've, it, been, yeah. I've been reeling for uh, months now about Wolfgang Van Halen suddenly just becoming his dad. Mm. Like a very large, round version of his dad. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, keep, I keep just thinking like, what if that was your life? Like, how would you feel yeah. if your life yeah. was just do what your parent did? Did he play and, uh, and do he, it perfectly? Did he, did he play? He plays bass for, or he did play bass for Van Halen. That was right. his thing. So he, okay. yeah, they worked him into the limelight by having him take over for Michael Anthony when Michael Anthony parted ways with the Van Halen brothers. Yeah, and then he, uh, along the way, over the last ten years, has learned how to play every note, every lick of every song that his dad did. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. I hadn't really followed it since. I mean, I just remember him taking over for Mark Anthony, and plus that whole whatever that band got weird then. But Michael, Michael Anthony, Mike. What I say, Paul. What I say. <laughs> That's right. I said anyway. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so, liquor, so licorice pizza. Um, the, yeah. Brian, uh, how do you feel about the age gap romance? Um, it's, it's very prominent in the film. It's talked about quite a bit. And, and, uh, Alana, the, the character Alana is 25. Uh, Cooper Hoffman plays, like you said, a 15 year old. And it's, it's obviously talked about very much in the film and, and the relationship without giving anything away, the relationship, um, that's a, that's a no go in the relationship. Uh, for yeah. for one of them, uh, yeah. um, the thing takes place in in 1973 in California and in, in the Encino uh, area. Um, you've also got Sean Penn as an older producer actor, kind of the the again a really weird role for Sean Penn um, as this really smarmy, not a good guy kind of character. Uh, Tom Waits. Uh, kind of appears in that same scene. And then, of course, you've got Bradley Cooper, who has always wanted to work with Paul Thomas Anderson and finally got the chance uh, with this film um, in a great character. Basically, he just chews up, you know, eats, uh, eats the scenery every time he's on screen. Some cool stuff about this, though. The um, Cooper Hoffman uh, was actually, as a kid, babysat by the Heim sisters, um, when they really, <laughs> when they, awesome. yeah, we're talking with, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson years ago about another, like uh, music videos that he was producing of theirs. Uh, so the fact that, that, um, uh, that that all happens is kind of funny. Uh, trying to remember the actor who was in best in show. Um, he was Michael McKean's partner in best in show oh, um oh. a guy and um, he's in the rest of development um he is yes famous, john michael higgins there john you michael go yep. that guy's a genius he, i love him he is great and he plays uh the most racist uh <laughs> restaurant owner uh that you'll ever see in a film like this like you can't believe that that uh, john michael higgins is kind of getting away with doing and saying the things that he does in this film and he and it's it's hilarious that he doesn't it does it and so damn cringy that he mm. does it um speaking of cringy of here's the here's the only question i have is they did yeah. they actually ever does anyone ever eat a pizza with licorice on it 
No, no. Licorice no. pizza is a term for uh, vinyl record. Uh, there's right. actually um, part of the inspiration for this film was Fast Times at Regiment High. And one of the first stores that you see Mike Damone walk in front of in the the uh, Galleria Mall or whatever the mall is that that takes place in is a record store called Licorice Pizza. Oh, and, okay. um, All right. uh, and there's no mention or reference to Licorice Pizza in this film. Just the fact that that kind of was the inspiration for it. And this movie has a phenomenal soundtrack. So a very vinyl forward, you know, very music seventies music forward, um, uh, soundtrack to interesting. it. Interesting. And having, I uh, guess having Sean Penn in there is interesting. If it's inspired by that movie, he's, you know, this Oh is yeah. Didn't even him. think about that, but yeah, yeah, totally, totally true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the Heim family is in this thing, not just the other two Heim sisters who play, um, Alana's sisters in the film as well, and even keep their same names, Danielle and, uh, and Esty, as well as their parents, uh, <laughs> who also play the parents of, uh, Alana Heim. So basically they just said, Hey, Heim family, play the Heim family, but we're going to give you uh, the last name Kane mm. instead. And, um, we'll sticky in the seventies. Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's a really interesting thing for PTA to do. Like I, yeah. I would have expected it from like Richard Linklater, <laughs> you know, yeah. but PTA right, yeah, likes no, to work with, he likes to work with like really, really famous people, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, it, and to pull all these, you know, people in who are especially not, not known for anything but music. Um, again, Alana Heim does an incredible job and, and for her first, for her first role, um, as an, as an actor, she does an amazing job. So I'm hoping that she continues to do this as well. Uh, Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead, uh, does the music, the score that's not the the soundtrack. Um, and that's also great. Um, yeah, this is, this is really good. It's on Amazon prime right now. Uh, I can't recommend it highly enough. It's, um, such a great coming of age, warm, heartfelt movie that I think, uh, uh, most people will enjoy. And there's no, uh, you can, you can watch this. There's no nudity. There's implied nudity, but there's no real nudity or, um, uh, excessive violence or anything like that. So, oh yeah. Tim Conway Jr. is in there as well. And Maya Rudolph, I forgot about those two. Oh my gosh. So you get another, another junior, uh, <laughs> like we talked about the previous movie. That's awesome. Is it, is yeah. it Paul Thomas Anderson's first PG thirteen movie? He's he's pretty hard R. Usually. I thought it was R, isn't it R? No. Um, oh, it says R. I it's R. IMDb says R at the up top. Does it? Then it's R, but that's probably just for language because there's yeah, there's no no nudity. Plenty plenty of uh, plenty of language. I I was picking scenes, saying, "Well, I'm gonna have to do a lot of editing if I want to use that scene." It's the last I think is he hasn't done. Wait, do I have this right? That Inherent Vice was the thing he did prior to this, and then everything else has been music videos between then and that. I think this might be. Yeah, he hasn't done yeah. Jack for. It's only been what five yeah, years since well, Inherent 20, Vice, 2014. So that's oh that wow, is. that's more than I yeah thought. that wow. surprised me but lots of music videos in particular the heim sisters all the heim sisters videos yeah, yeah so i mean obviously he radiohead. saw something in them and said ah you guys can uh, oh radiohead as well which is probably how he yeah. met johnny greenwood yeah a bunch so, of radio pta yeah, is one of those people who's only going to make a movie every seven years and it's like the thing that he's focused on and at the time you know yeah, yeah. like he's 
he's really meticulous. Well, he will, he'll, he'll drink your milkshake if you're not careful. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, uh, a meh comment, not even a meh, I can't even really give a recommendation to uh, Blonde, but I, a very, very strong recommendal for Licorice Pizza now on Amazon Prime Video. Nice. Just put Atomic in front of Blonde and watch that movie. That one's better. Yeah, you know what? Good, good, good plan. It's yes. not a great movie, but it's better than this, it sounds it's like. A better, it's a better movie than Blonde. There yes. you have it. All right, I'm going to play a clip. Uh, just so everyone knows, right ahead of this, it's a little bit of a cheat in that you can stream it, but you're going to pay 20 bucks to stream it. Um, but I did, and I liked so, it. This is a brand new movie you're about to Yeah, brand new movie. Well, technically not too new because the, the, the streamability of it just happened, but uh, it is not yet on any of the services. I'm sure it will be soon, and I'm going to recommend people check it out. Here is your clip. My mama said, show me a liar, and I'll show you a thief. But I said the same. Right. Your mama sound like a smart woman. Oh, she's smart. She was. Sorry. No, 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 sorry. We all die at our appointed time. Yes, we do. Sir, I know you know why I'm here. And I just simply want my money back. That's all. From the VA, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I've had some problems with veteran affairs myself. It's difficult when they drag the feet. Right. Hey, what branch of service you in? Marine. Simplify, sir. Where did you train? I'm a West Coaster. MCRD, San Diego. Okay, okay. So you one of them Hollywood brothers with the veneers in your mouth, huh? <laughs> Out shooting bubblegum bullets. <laughs> I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. But yes, sir. A Hollywood Marine I am. All right. Uh, for those is that who, Mahershala Ali? No, that is okay. Michael Kenneth Williams, who has recently okay. passed Died. away. Yeah, uh, last mm-hmm. thing he made before he passed. Uh, and the other guy on the other line is John Boyega. You know him oh. from uh, as Finn from the Star Wars uh, recent trilogy. Mm-hmm. He blew my mind in this movie, and uh, the movie is called Breaking. B R A. Well, you don't have to, have to spell breaking. It's breaking. <laughs> well, no, it could be could be like uh, what you do yeah. on a bike when you come yeah. to an intersection, or it could be uh, sure the act of destroying and something. It was, a good and it point. was actually initially released as the as the name eight nine two. Correct. Like, I don't know what changed or why it changed. I couldn't find any, any info on that. I'm, but you're re- right. I'm really glad they just changed the name of it quickly. Yeah, cause... breaking's great. The other thing was just too vague. Um, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how it would, it would miss it or how it would actually apply to the film. But I did read that. And this um, is not Electric Boogaloo, right? No, no, no. This is not okay, Electric okay. Boogaloo. Breaking, okay. not breaking. Oh, gotcha. That okay. might have been why I tried to spell it. Actually, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now that I think about it. Um, this is about a Marine war veteran played by John Boyega with a shaved head, which I think he should keep and never, never grow hair again. It's just oh, a good look wow. for him. Okay. I'm looking at photos now. Yeah. Wow. He, uh, he's got, you know, some, some, some mental emotional issues that come from his time in, uh, Iraq. He's a, he's a veteran. This is all based on a true story. I should mention, uh, this movie's directed by Abby Damaris Corbin, I believe is how you say the person's name. Anyway, um, it's. You know, you've all probably seen Dog Day Afternoon. It's definitely got that vibe to it. He goes to a bank. He's got a homemade bomb. He just wants this 800 bucks back that the VA owes him, and they've just been putting him through the ringer to try to get it. It doesn't sound like a lot of money. He's not even there to rob the bank or hurt anybody. He just He's there on principle, but he's he's going to some extremes. Again, some, you know, some mental health issues are, are there. He's got a daughter who he who he just loves beyond anything else, and an ex-wife who's uh, with the daughter during the whole movie. 
anyway, there's also two people in the bank. Everybody else gets gets pushed out. Two people stay. One played by Nicole Bahari, I think is how you say her name. She plays okay. a character named Estelle. And Salinas Leva, who plays Rosa. These two women blew my mind. They're so good. Um, I already knew one of them, Salinas Levera or Levia, however you say her name. She's she's from uh, a ton of Law and Order stuff. Um, yeah, I think in Special Victims Unit, she's like the chief there. That's where I first saw her. Anyway, she's very good. Uh, your big showcases here, though. Oh, and other people. Connie Britton's in this. I know Brian loves her mm, just about in everything. Love her. Yeah. Jeffrey Donovan, Donovan's in this. It's a small role, but he's great in it, as he always is in everything. Um great great secondary players that are doing small small roles but but memorable roles really good roles and in this particular case michael kenneth williams uh is playing a negotiator hostage negotiator and his job is to try to talk you know boyega's character down so that they can come to some kind of conclusion i don't want to give anything else away about it i will say the final stretch of it there's some a little bit of weirdness in pacing but for the whole of this movie big recommendal I think Boyega could be the next Denzel Washington. And I don't mean just because he's black. I'm saying it's that level of acting prowess. He's really good in this, like mind-blowingly good. And I liked him fine as Finn, you know, and I haven't seen much else. But it was like, yeah, he's good. He's I like him. He's a young up-and-comer. Good job. Well done. You're in Star Wars. This is new level, higher level acting. And it's – he he – he, I was gripped by everything he said and did in this movie. He was really, really good. So he alone is worth seeing this for. But everybody else is great. Michael K. Williams never, never phoned it in. You know, we know he was going through some stuff and his drug issues and all that. And obviously, it took his life in the end. But uh, he's just amazing in this. If you're like, who is that guy? I know that name. He was Omar and The Wire, and just an amazing actor. He's so good. Anyway, uh, can't recommend it enough. I had to pay for this. It's 19.99 and available on Apple uh, Rentals, or it's basically you buy it uh, yeah. for that, so it's not a rental, I guess. Oh, this should be heading to other streaming services, uh, you know, because they they tend to do that pretty quickly these days. Uh, so watch for it if you're if you don't want to spend the money. But when that's when they're looking, really you know, good, it's though, you and your wife like you or something. Forever. You're like, man, we need a yeah. we need a good gripping tale tonight, and a theater is going to cost us fifty bucks. What if we spent twenty and stayed home? Right, exactly. No we can both watch it for that it. price. Yeah, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, the other but thing here. I want to say about it. Some movies aren't afraid to let the scene breathe. And this is one yes. of those movies. And you can kind of hear it in the clip where you can hear the air conditioning in the room, but the phone call comes through and it kind of adds a weird cadence. To, it's hard to explain. The sound work is what I'm getting at. The sound work in this movie. So cool. So good. It'll never get known for that. But I thought the sound work was insane. Maybe it's because I had on really good headphones. I don't know. But it was it was rad. So anyway, Breaking. Very good movie. Uh, I guess it's still in some theaters and uh, available for 20 bucks. I think, I think we're going to be seeing it a lot more uh, come right, uh, Randy, Oscar season. two years. What's your setup Scott? for this clip? Am I, <laughs> am I not coming through? I, I heard you. Did, uh, did you oh, shit. Uh, you know what? I hit a key that muted you guys, and I didn't mean to. You're all back now. <laughs> Sorry about uh, that. Randy was asking if you think we're going to see this come Oscar season. Oh, I hope so. Okay, I'm glad you asked that. Um, everyone was so quiet. I thought I was just boring everyone. Um, it is. Two <laughs> things said also before that. So. Oh, what'd you say? What else did you say? I don't even know now. You don't Let's even go. remember. I apologize. Uh, he, I would love it if he got uh, an Oscar nomination, in particular, Boyega. I think he deserves it. Um, I think it's a smaller film, its focus is really small. 
I don't know that these get a lot of love around Oscar time. It's also earlier in the year that maybe would be good. I don't know. Um, so I guess I'm, I'm, I'm not betting on it, but I, I think he deserves it. Like he's, he's really good. Uh, so check it out. It's very, very good. All right. Uh, sorry about that. That was weird. Uh, (laughs) Hey, tell me your, uh, your clip here, Randy. What do you got? I'm now the, I'm now the only person from the film sack crew who's done two solo bonus episodes of film sack. And so I'm, I'm the only one who has a trend at this point. And the trend apparently to much to my surprise is I talk about my favorite movies <laughs> and, and, uh, it's fun, but I mean, this most recent one, I actually talked about some movies that I no longer think are favorites, yeah. but, um, what, uh, what happened as I, you know, after I recorded this thing was one of my favorite movies suddenly jumped back onto Netflix and it's been, you know, it's been streaming here and there, uh, for years and years, but it's, it's back on Netflix. I think you'll recognize it really, really quickly, but you know what? There's a lot of people out there who haven't seen this yet. And I think you need to, and one of them's my wife. Oh, and so I'm wow. making her, I'm making her watch it via a recommendal. All right, here we go. You approved your valor yet again, Maximus. <laughs> Let us hope for the last time. There's no one left to fight, Simon. There is always someone left to fight. How can I reward Rome's greatest general? Let me go home. Ah, home. Ah, the great Richard Harris. Yes, the great Richard Harris, who wasn't the only person who died soon after making this movie. Actually, I would say he was the person that died soon after making the movie. Uh, There was uh, someone else prominent in the movie who died while making the movie. Oh, wow. Uh, This is Gladiator. Uh, This is uh, Ridley Scott's epic. Um, It is. um, It's kind of surprising how much this holds up. Like, I keep thinking, all right, now 10 years have passed. Now 15 years have passed. I'm going to watch Gladiator and I'm going to be seeing, you know, coming apart at the seams or something. Nope. Nope. It's great. This movie is just simply one of the greatest movies ever made Agreed. and you should watch it. Yeah. I love it. I, I, yeah. The guy you're talking about is Oliver Reed. He played Proximo. Yes. And um, those, there are some moments toward the end of that movie where they superficially use footage of his face where it, none existed because I couldn't film the scenes with him and it felt uh, a little off. Is it still feel a little right? Weird? So the good news is that most of Proximo's scenes were shot as the very first thing in the movie mm. coming into this Ridley Scott knew he was taking a chance with Oliver Reed. Oliver Reed was a long time known drunk yeah. and was very unreliable. And, uh, he's perfect for this role of this, like, uh, sideshow gladiator circus guy mm-hmm. like he's like a he's like a ringmaster mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and he's perfect he has yeah. to deliver a bunch of the like philosophies of the movie and uh but nonetheless um he uh he he claimed uh, at the time that he was sober but he was uh drinking and uh he actually drank himself to death with some other people who were making the movie they went out drinking with him yeah at while making the movie and he he got so drunk that he died in his sleep that night yeah it was oh, a wow. pretty rough story at the time Oof. i remember um and this movie's significant for me in particular because it was the first time i ever think i ever saw joaquin phoenix first time i ever saw connie nielsen first time i think i Saw Digimon Hansu Smuju. What's that? How you say his name? Whatever. Daimon Hansu. Daimon Hansu. I love him. Um, uh-huh. And the guy I love the most, 
or I think it's just interesting as hell, is Tommy Flanagan. He's the guy with a crazy scar on his face. Oh, yeah. Um, he's in lots of other stuff since, but there's 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 something about this movie where I feel like I got a lot of origin material for for some of my once favorite again, characters. Once again, Scott, difference between me and you, you don't recognize Joaquin Phoenix as one of the kids from Space Camp, and that's just... That is true, I be. don't. You're absolutely um, right. I never think of that. He had, he had quite a career before this. Yeah, and he, he had was, that Space Camp career. He was choosing his movies. at This This was a time when he was in uh, U-Turn, and he was in 8MM. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm always going to call that movie 8MM. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, the Joel Schumacher movie? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, the, the, okay. the stage, yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, Joaquin Phoenix is the revelation in this movie. Mm. Like, I, it's hard to yeah. to name another performance where you hate a person so much that you want to reach to the screen and strangle them with your own hands. Yeah. And he is he is perfect in this movie. He's very good, yeah. I I, I mean, there's it's, it's on my list, short list of movies I consider to be perfect. Um. And that's a, I've never really defined that. Maybe that'll be my thing coming up. What I think a perfect movie is, but this one fits in that list. And I'm not even sure why I just think it's just a complete package. Top when to bottom. I first, the first time I ever saw it, I actually didn't really like it. Hmm. And I think I wasn't in the mood for the amount of action and violence hmm. that's in this movie. And I came away not really knowing that I had also seen a really compelling story, <laughs> you know, like I was just so, I was so like stunned by some of the, especially like there's a uh, terrible violence against a woman and child. Yeah. And I just like, I didn't pay it really close attention the first time to, Oh my God, Richard Harris talking to Joaquin Phoenix yeah. early in the movie is just incredible. Yeah. And I almost, I almost captured that, but I thought, eh, I don't want to, I don't want to, it gets really dark. Yeah. <laughs> like and at that least, whole, that at least smother, when he's talking to, uh, it, is it the smother uh, scene Russell where Crow. it ends, it ends bad for Harris? Is that the scene you're talking about? Cause that's a rough, that's rough. That yeah. Whole thing. Yeah. And of course, uh, Richard Harris, like, like you said, um, didn't do much more after this. He, uh, he was in, um, oh, he was obviously Dumbledore in the first two Harry Potter movies, but, um, his last movie, or at least the movie that calls itself his last movie, is *The Count of Monte Cristo*, mm -hmm. which it just came out two years after this. Yeah, and uh, man, he's so freaking good! Oh my gosh! Are you uh, excited that Ridley Scott is doing a sequel and it's in production, pre-production right now? How do you feel? I about have tried. I've tried to not think about it too much. Mm -hmm. It just feels like it feels like it might not happen. It feels like it. You know, if it does, it might be very, very different than Gladiator. Mm. I just don't, I don't know. I'm just not, I'm trying to not think about it. You got like, the same screenplay just, guy. You got, uh, uh, oh no, a different guy, but sorry. It's the guy who, and I remember why I knew him. He did the Top Gun Maverick screenplay and the Batman yeah. and uh, a bunch of other cool stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm down to try. We'll always have Gladiator, but I, you know, I'll take it. Let's see what it I looks like. And I haven't even talked about the score by Hans Zimmer. This is top five scores of all time. When you're when you're watching this movie, the music is so ever present that you might stop paying attention to it, and it's that's too bad because it's incredible. Uh, uh, he uh, Hans Zimmer had a vocalist named Lisa Gerard working with him on this score, and there is just so much incredible incredible music that yeah. you that you might you might actually not know if you haven't seen gladiator you might have heard this music and like movie trailers and stuff and you don't even know it's from gladiator yeah, and if you haven't seen gladiator what are you freaking doing get in there mm -hmm. get that done mm -hmm. so get many other good Netflix. people who's that yeah. guy that's 
not married to, but hangs out with Ian McKellen all the time. Maybe they are married or at least they're partners. He plays this. He's like one of the senators. I can't think of his name. He's an old British character actor. Ian or Zian or <laughs> not Patrick Stewart. No, not Patrick Ian. Stewart. They're just friends. It's um again, I think it was an effing name. Anyway, he's in this, plays the senator who helps them get shit done. Derek J- Jacoby, that's it. Mm. I love oh. him in Gladiator. He's like, so okay. good. And he's uh, usually evil and horrible in movies, but in this he's like a good For guy. me, the the also ran person in this movie that I can't take my eyes off of is Cicero, who is uh Maximus's best friend yeah. and um, he hides when Maximus is an, is initially captured and, and, you know, betrayed and he hides and then he pops up later in the movie and he's played by Tommy Flanagan. Yeah. That's the guy I was talking about. The dude with the scar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Oh my God. Cicero is like, it's, it's just this thing. Like this character is so interesting and the movie doesn't give you enough of him. It gives you just enough of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. He's awesome. That guy's great. He's got a, got the coolest scar in all of Hollywood, that guy. <laughs> and I love it. Uh, well, uh, right. was, he was in uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Movies. He was. What did he do? I don't remember. Um, yeah, he's one of those. Uh, I don't. The, I forget what they're called. The uh, the uh, henchmen. The, uh, yeah, the, was he? Yeah. The Raiders. Yondu's. Who, uh, yeah, oh, Reaver, no Reaver is, that's cool because uh, Digimon Hansu's in there too, and yeah. he's he's the one that um, he's working for. What's his beak in Guardians? Uh, he played Korath. So you got the. Right. I didn't realize there was a, a reunion there of sorts. That's cool. The Guardian Guardians collection. Yeah, man, that's awesome. It's almost like Hollywood all works with the same fifty people. Anyway, right. Uh, well, well done. Awesome stuff. Uh, where's the streaming? Forgot to ask. Oh, Netflix. Netflix. Everybody. Um, it's. Yeah, we're all over the place with our Apple TV and our Amazon and our Netflix, but uh, what a time to be alive, my friends. Yeah, it's a great time yeah. to be alive. And it's a great time to con- chronicle all this stuff and find it at uh, quicksack.lee. Oh, no, sorry. TMS. What is it? Quicktms.lee. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Or Randy will put it all over the place. He'll smear it on the internet. Okay? <laughs> so look for Randy smudge. Deluxe wherever. Smudged out. There. Yeah, smudge it. That's exactly right. Uh, Randy, have a fantastic week. And we'll Thank see you. you. Oh, oh, and one more thing. Yes. Oh, DDoSed him. Sorry. Oh, no. Just like no. his poor Overwatch 2 launch, I DDoSed Randy right out of the show. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> that did happen yeah, yesterday. So Sorry, go ahead. What? Licorice Pizza, Gladiator, and Breaking, the three recommendals today, and then our Blechamental is uh, Blonde. Yeah. There you go. Appropriately. Which is unfortunate. Makes me Bo- a little sad. Boobcamental. Boobcamental. <laughs> nicely done. All right, uh, it's uh, the end of the show. We were talking about getting McDonald's today. Yeah. Um, here's the hilarious thing. While the show was yeah. going, uh-huh. I haven't talked Your to him about this. McDonald's. She went and got me an Egg McMuffin. Oh, hilarious. But okay. I haven't talked to her, so she didn't know to do the thing. So I, I yeah. think well, I'm she st- wouldn't have been able to get it before breakfast was over anyway. That's true. So here's what yeah. I'm thinking, though. This will still be my breakfast today. Yeah. But in a fantastic turn of events... <laughs> Later this afternoon, I will also attend another uh, McDonald's location. Okay. I will get the McDonald's adult kids meal. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you and I, that way, we can still do our research and be good yep. for tomorrow. Now, are we are we rolling the dice and seeing who gets a cactus cactus dude, or are either of us going to request a adult happy meal with the cactus dude? Oh my gosh! I mean. I want at least one of us to get the cactus dude. I know, yeah. But I don't. Nec- say, 
I say let's roll the dice and see who we get. Okay. All right. Because I'd be fine with a weird four-eyed grimace butt plug. Not that I'm going to use it for that. But, but. All right. No, you know what? Let's gamble. Let's do it. Let's yeah. let's throw our uh, let's throw our lot. <laughs> cast our we'll cast our hooks into the void and see what we pull back. Yeah, if we get pinhead, great. If we get the weird vagina neck person, that's fine too. Oh, I can't wait for that movie. <laughs> when is that happening? That movie's this weekend, is it? I think. The new uh, the new um, Hellraiser, I think, is this week. Is oh, it? is it really? Okay. Didn't know Hold that. on. It's on Hulu. That might be my recommendal next I'm week. I'm just more excited for uh, Werewolf by Night. That's my... That is currently enjoying 100% Rotten Tomatoes ratings. So uh, Werewolf by Night is? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, wow. yeah it looks so. like you, you, you hooked your wagon to the right beast there. <laughs> Who knew? I mean, I'm going to watch uh, it too, but yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm sorry. What the hell's that? Okay. <laughs> I don't know why that just played. Let's get to the finality of today's show. I want to uh, uh, thank a longtime patron. Uh, this is Dankinia. Dankinia? Dankinia. Or okay. Dank- Dankinia. Dankinia. Yeah. Could be the dank is the important dank- part. <laughs> I live in Dankinia and it's dank. That's it's right. Diggity dank. Yeah. Here. We got dank memes, yo. Anyway, Dankini, a long time, 2014 or so, uh, joined us and is still there. Just want to give our thanks in their direction and uh, thank them for their support of the show. If you'd like to be like this person, go to patreon.com slash TMS, where you'll get bonus content every single day, never an ad, stuff every month, and bonus content in the mail. And if you think that's not enough, it's also really cheap. For a buck a month, you could join all this. So go check it out. That's patreon.com slash TMS. For everything else, it's frogpants.com slash TMS. In the grand tradition of the Tuesday episode of the show, or Wednesday rather, we leave you with a song. Brian, play one, please. But just on Wednesdays. Uh, Elizabeth Collins wrote in and said, Hi, stop, no, and bad dog. Oh, My name is Elizabeth, a.k.a. Beffy Dino. And uh, Sunday, October 2nd, I turned 33. The last few weeks have been a bit rough. I had a bout of COVID that hit me like a, hit me a bit hard and was just starting to feel better and was looking forward to having some fun. Then Friday, I was getting out of my car back from the dog park and didn't notice that my sweet 60-pound dog seriously saw something scurrying around outside and that I didn't and took off as soon as I opened my car door. Oh. I must have instinctively grabbed onto his leash because before I knew it, it twisted around my middle and ring finger and just like Thanos snapped so instead of hanging out at the renaissance fair with the turkey leg and friends i hung out in bed alone with pain pills for my birthday i was hoping that maybe the cover master could play a song to try and cheer me up while i go into surgery tuesday to have six pins shot into my phalanges to hold them together again oh you guys are a constant source of joy love you all and best wishes to tay and the family this week oh man i would like to see the baby Uh, that's him saying that (laughs) p.s good scott give me a hug Ah, or any random soundboard. Soundboard, if you can't find. Oh, we love the honk guy. Let's do him. Ah! He's he's great. Always always a pleasure to click that guy's button. Uh, she also did the uh, the thing that I like when she said uh, it's Coverville's choice. I love Coverville's uh, so, Choice. You've never let me down on these. Let's do no, it. No, and this is a song that you're going to love, Scott. Okay. Uh, and, and the rest of you listening as well. This is a band called Tandem. T-A-N-D-M. They spell it like, you know, the 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 new modern way without a last e um from the a single from a single that they released in 2022 it's a cover of that song by the counting crows that's just going to get stuck in your head and you're going to sing it all day long here's tandem with accidentally in love see you guys tomorrow for a thursday edition of the morning stream
Part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I'm doom fisting. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.